Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hello? Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I guess when I think natural, I think it just was made out of pure juice, and that's pure it. Pure juice. Yeah. Don't say that. Pure juice. Pure juice. But you get listening to this show. Pure juice. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five Minute Delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have things today. Oh, we've got things. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. I want to tell you in advance. Uh, Rimmer says he's going to do the segment live on the team bus. Oh. So you know what that means. We're going to ask him all kinds of questions well, about those Well, it's going to be guys. like, all right, I can't really talk really loud right now, but my name dropping is Boris Karloff. <laughs> I, went to, Boris Karloff. I, I went to kindergarten with him. <laughs> he had bolts gonna, in his neck back then. It was crazy. <laughs> it's going to be Natasha and Boris Darling. That's who it's going to be from Rocky and Bullwinkle. My name this week is a playmate of mine from nursery school, Jesus Cristo. Jesus Cristo. He went to, he went to school with... Uh, the carpenter, as he was known mm-hmm. back in the day, yeah. Everybody was like, oh, "What's up, Carp? How you doing?" Yeah. He's like, "You're not going to call what's me up, that forever." Up, you know what's that, up, Carp? Could you imagine if one of these like holy people, you know, Jesus or Buddha or you know whatever your deity, right? Like the the ones that are believed to have walked the earth. If they like were walking around at school and then someone came up to them and was like, "Hey, what's up, idiot?" And he's just like, "All right," and just keep talking. You know, would you? I wouldn't have this. Is why I couldn't be a religious leader like that. That's why I wasn't chosen. Because I would have come back and be like, "Hey, look who raised from the dead." How's it going, Scotty Hampton from sixth grade? You suck. I'm gonna shoot some lightning down on your that's, face. That's why you're. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why you're not a holy I, man. I, that's why I'm saying I wasn't chosen. If Jesus were a hockey player, what would his nickname be? Was it be? Would it be Jeezy or would it? I don't What's know. Up, that's, that's well. That's you hey, know. Christy. What's up, Christy? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Yeah, because they always have to shorten it. But when it's a short name, they elongate it. I think it would have been Carpenter. I think they'd be like, "Oh yeah, we were we, Carpenter was getting it done tonight," and you'd be like, "Carpenter," like, "Yeah, you know, Jesus." He was a Carpenter. No, I don't think it would be. You don't Carpenter. think they'd go that way? No, it's not. There's not an e e y sound on it. Be, hey, what's up, Carpy? Would they go the opposite thing? Like, remember how uh, Don Cherry's nickname was Grapes? Grapes yeah. Or is Grapes. I guess he still exists. But, like, would that be the thing where they would call him, like, Miroslav Shatan? Like, would they go that way and just, like, hey, what's up? What's up, devil? What's up, Satan? Satan over there is getting it done. <laughs> Pure evil over there. Really nailed it for us tonight. You know, I don't know. So. I don't know if they would do that. Maybe they would try something. I don't know. Uh, I'm in a mood today. I'm just telling you. You're in a mood? I'm in a mood. Okay. I went to the BMV this morning. How'd that go? Left without accomplishing anything. Mm-hmm. 
I, you know, that can happen. Uh, I, uh, what was the reason that nothing well, happened? Let was me, it let me too tell long you. of a line? No, or? it was fine. Oh. I only waited about 10 minutes. It was fine. I, uh, I wanted to get one of those stupid compliant driver's licenses. Yeah. Because I just have the regular old driver's license. Apparently, I can't well, fly on a plane with that. You don't want that. that. You need the real deal. No. So whatever. Go and charge me $85 for that. So I went online. I looked at what I needed to bring to the place for the compliant license. Mm-hmm. So I printed out a W-2, got a pay stub. Both those things have Social Security numbers on them. They said car registration to prove address is fine. So I took that out of the car. Yep. Have that. Okay. I uh, had my passport as well. I'm just overbringing so you, at this so point. So you had a driver's license. Active driver's license. allows you to drive, vote, uh, buy beer, whatever. Yeah. You anyway. had a, a passport that allows you to get into another country. Right. Okay. All of that. Okay. Had everything they asked for. I thought. You thought. So I got up to the very rude woman. Very rude. I'm always pleasant. You know me. Maybe you listen on this show and you're like, well, you were probably mean. No. No. I'm, I'm the have a nice day guy. You we- you do not want to have confrontations. Confrontations usually come from rudeness and snarkiness. So, yeah, in, in real life, like in here on the radio, you will say things. You are snarky. and I'm, you, I'm paid you to think, be that guy. But you also think those things in real life. It's not like you're lying. But, I, but yes, I do think those things. Out in real life, you I don't just walk myself. into the grocery store and say, "No, I'm not Tim." Holt. How's it going, ugly or whatever? No, you just, no, you know, I'm you don't think, do that. I'm thinking it. You're though. thinking it, but you're not saying it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking it. This woman was very rude when I got up there. I, I handed her what I thought I needed to have. Well, first of all, I handed her my driver's license, and she said, "This is not expired." And I said, "Yes, I, I know it's not expired. I just, I want to get the compliant driver's license." And she sort of looked at me like, well, this isn't expired, so why are you here? Go to hell. I want to get the compliant driver's right. license. That's, <laughs> that so, you've made it a rule that eventually we'll need to get it. No, we do need to well, have no, it now. Right, to fly. But I'm saying, I know there have been some like delays in... Yeah, but I think it's active as of October. Okay. You need this to All fly. Right. Or okay. else you, you bring your passport to the airport. I got you. Okay. Which, breaking news, is what I will wind up doing. <laughs> because right. I'm not going back for this. So I give her everything I I thought that I needed to bring, according to their dumb website. Mm. And she's yelling at me because I don't have a birth certificate. She needs to be able to prove my birth. Yeah. I said, well, I have a passport here, which has that information on it. And I also have a driver's license. You know who proves my birth with the driver's license? You! (laughs) The state of Ohio (laughs) has proven my birth. I, I give this right. when they say you need to be 21 to buy beer. I give you this. They, it proves my birth. Yeah. It actually, I mean, it works for about everything except the place that gives it to you now that I think about it. But she kept saying how she needs proof of my birthday. The driver's First of all, I got two things here with my birthday on it, an active driver's license and a passport. Mm. But apparently for her, I needed the birth certificate, which nowhere on the website, it says that I need both of those things. It says I need one of those things. A path, a passport, or a birth certificate? Not both. That's, that's I'm reading it wrong. Well, maybe, but still, you'd think you could be at least nicer about it and not just rudely. No, she was a beehole, fault. and I left accomplishing <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry, buddy, because that that is frustrating. No, never good. When, I'm not going back. What do you mean? I'll you're not fly going on back? the passport 
I'll just go to the airport and show my passport. I'm not going back and giving the state $85 for a compliant card. Kiss my ass. Okay. And then, right. I, and then I got to come in here today and listen to Gene Smith spew nonsense. Well, that that's a whole nother. Yes, that was quite a level of nonsense. I mean, it's it's such nonsense that it has me questioning everything about what I do. I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to retire from radio. And maybe some of you are listening to that saying, thank God we thought this day would never come. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this could be my last show. I'm d- well, between the BMV and Gene Smith. I'm done. Call your friends. Call your friends and say, listen to the angry short man melt down for three hours because that's what it's going to be today. And Yolanda Harris is going to have to come in here and drag me out of here. Why? Why does, she, I don't why know does why. Yolanda have to drag you She has nothing to do with any of this other than she's on the other side of the wall right now. Actually, you know what's interesting about working at 10TV, which we now do, is that occasionally the famous celebrity news anchors that you see on television... They will do random normal office things, which makes sense, but you're not used to it. One day, Yolanda came back here with an envelope and was like, this is for you, common man. Someone dropped this off in the mail for you. And you're like, I didn't expect this to get delivered by Yolanda. I thought there would just be like a mailroom person. But no, she she got the letter and she brought it over to you. And that was very nice. You know what was her. inside the Maybe. letter, though? <laughs> Dave Kaler's teeth. It's inside the letter. They were individually wrapped in cellophane, though. It was very bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, I don't blame you this for is it being today for me. I don't blame you for going crazy over this because I read this today too, and I I immediately texted some of my buddies who, you know, every time a piece of OSU news hits, I text I get texts from these buddies or I text them. And I texted and said, What do you think of this? And they said, I see where he's coming from. Well, then that's, I, that's why I'm retiring. And I, today. I, I, I don't, I that's don't why, see where he's coming that's from. It, that's it for me because I've lost touch. I've apparently lost touch with humanity and the audience. I've been at this radio station for almost 20 years. Over that time, I've had success because I've been able to figure out what most of you want to hear every single day. What compels you to come back? And if Gene Smith is spewing truth today. And you're all listening to Gene Smith saying, yeah, all right, I, I see where he's coming from. That makes a lot of sense. Then I have lost touch with all of you. I have nothing to offer you day to day. See you later. I'm going to go work at the BMV. I saw, I saw our guy, Tim May. <laughs> he, was, he was on it today. I was trying to do a little Timmy well, what Hall was, for What was he on? Well, he, I saw he tweeted something out that said, uh, he, he, he was you know, reporting on it. He said, this is what... Gene said today. Is he still he, working? Who's? Yeah, he, he's working for us. I mean, he comes on here. Well, I, but I, he also I know does he comes stuff on with, here. Uh, is it Letterman Row? I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. But he he posted something saying that I wholeheartedly agree with this. Uh, I, I I'm lost. I'm gone. Should now, we say what the thing no, is? No, because we, we, okay. we only have a minute and a half before right. we have to take a break. And and you're right. With your reaction to just the comments will probably last way more than a minute and a half. Just your reaction, let alone mine. And Ted has already just taken his clothes off. He's so angry about it. He has rended his clothing like someone in the Old Testament just ripped their clothing to show how frustrated and angry he is about this. There is an episode of Seinfeld where Jerry is dating a very attractive woman. Okay. And he, he he's trying to find something wrong with her. His, mm. his parents love the woman. But all of Jerry's friends... Think, they're like staging an intervention because they're, they, they're saying that she's a loser. And he just can't see it. She's perfect in every way. She's beautiful. Right. She's funny. All of these things. That's how I feel today with Gene Smith. Like you've lost touch and you I'm, can't I'm, see what everyone else is I'm, seeing. It's an episode of Shallow Hell. 
I am looking apparently at hot Gwyneth Paltrow mm. when everybody else sees fat Gwyneth Paltrow. Or is it the other way around? No, no, everyone else know. saw her. Yes. But well, I hear Jean, I hear Jean yeah. speak today. And I'm saying to myself, I don't know who the hell can agree with what he's saying. And then I hear other people say, oh, yeah, Sam. Well, you know who can agree Seems with them. It makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. If, if, if Gene Smith is wearing an Ohio State logo on his shirt, there's some people who just say, whatever he says, I agree with. But well, that's stupid. Because I, I root for Ohio State, that's so dumb. whatever they say, yeah, let's go. He also kept saying Hoosier Dome today. What year is it, Gene? <laughs> the Hoosier Dome? Kept calling Lucas Oil Stadium the Hoosier Dome. Well, we might have let the cat out of the bag just a smidge. Well, he's living in the past, so maybe he uses the words from the past. Hoosier Dome. Who's your daddy? That's what we're going to be. The Buckeye Hoosier Daddies. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about all this nonsense. This is my final show. This is it I today. Actually, you know, I really like, I, now that we're talking about I really like Indianapolis. It's a nice town. Shut up. I'm so tired of Indianapolis. <laughs> so, do you know how walkable their so, downtown I'm is? So Has anybody ever told you how walkable Everything it is? Everything is so wonderful. You can in walk Indi- there. I, I hope the Pope moves there. <laughs> <laughs> Where the, where's, the, where's the EU located? Is that in Brussels? The EU, I think, is in yeah. Brussels. Yeah. Screw Brussels. No, put Indianapolis it, is the is the Brussels of America. Put, put it in the fountain, just right there. There's a giant fountain in the town square. You walk there. That's the EU. Dan Dockett's just walking around, pulling out his hair plugs, throwing <laughs> them up in the air like confetti. <laughs> Unbelievable. I will right, we'll talk about this nonsense next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A disabled vehicle causing some slowdowns on the ramp from northbound I-71 to 270 westbound. ODOT crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here and plan on some heavy delays. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options that the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. We are going to talk about Buckeye basketball from last night. We'll do all of that. Blue Jackets from last night. But this is going to be my final show. I hope this is it for me. Your final show. I'm retiring after this show. Or I'm fired. One of the two. Gene Smith talking to the media today. It's been a while since old Gino had a press availability. So he talked about a variety of topics. The one that I would like to focus on right now is Gene Smith talking about how he wouldn't be surprised if the college football playoff goes to 12 teams. And I don't think any of us would be, even though they seem to be dragging their feet. Uh, He also said that he would likely recommend a playoff game hosted by Ohio State to be played in Indianapolis at the Hoosier Dome, apparently. We're going to put that back up. Play there. <laughs> he said he would prefer indoor elements and have a clean field. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't want to, you know, too cold. Too cold for the players. Too cold for the fans, too. He's worried about you, the fans, and the fan experience. 
Look, I, I... All right, focus, focus, well, focus. Here, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I, there, he clarified these remarks. Ahead, but I don't well, think, okay, here's, the, here's clarification. This is from Pat Murphy, uh, who writes for Bucknuts. Gene Smith clarifies he wouldn't want all college football playoff games indoors if there's expansion. He said the weather would play its part, and he'd like the indoor stadium to be an option, not set in stone. He also said it would depend on the date of the game. So there's a little wiggle room for Gene that he's also it's all saying. Stupid. All of these comments are stupid. Maybe if it's not too cold or too whatever, uh, we could play out at the shoe. Maybe are, we could play at the shoe. What are we doing? What are we doing? For our, for, again, this is to be clear. Ohio State gets a seating where they get a home playoff game. Gene would then say, you know what? Looking at the 10-day or the 12-day or the 14-day forecast, too risky. Let's move it you're to not, You're not making this better for me. That's that's. I just want to lay this out. That's the argument he's making to to anyone who wants to be generous there. That's the best case scenario of what he's saying. For my entire Buckeye fandom, I have daydreamed about Southern Hillbilly School coming up here in the cold weather and seeing what it's like. Right? I mean, I've, I've, dre- I've dreamed about that. And we've heard coaches over the years talk about that. You know, Urban, when they played that game that shouldn't have been close up in Minneapolis a couple years ago. All he talked about was the weather, and there wasn't a team in the country that could go up there and perform the way that they wanted to perform in those conditions. Well, when playoffs expand to 12 teams, and we're talking about home site playoff games, these things can become a reality. These things that we've been looking for forever. Hillbilly, humid weather school coming up here in the elements, seeing what it's like. And we want to punt on that and play in Indianapolis. What are we doing? Every single year, every single year, we talk about how attendance goes down, television viewership goes down for college football games, interest is waning. And why is that? I'll tell you why. Because we've stripped all the uniqueness away from college football. Somehow, the NFL has surpassed college football in the unique department, in the interesting department. When you've got fans body slamming each other through tables outside for a Buffalo playoff game, do you think the general manager, the owner of the Buffalo Bills is sitting up in the press box saying, Oh, it's so cold. I hope our plumbing can handle it. This isn't the fan experience we want. No, they embrace that because it's unique to you. And what college football now wants to do is cut off its genitals and be like everything else. Climate controlled, dome. What are we going to do? Take the band away next? I hate how I've become this guy, too. I've become the get off my lawn guy because they made me that guy. Yeah. I, dude, you are preaching the choir on this. That's <laughs> it for me. Don't quit. Don't quit. I would ask this question of Gene Smith, though. Is Penn State going to give up? Uh, they're hundred and five thousand. No, they're not going to do that because they, they have balls. There, or are they going to go? Are they going to move it to? I don't know. Call the carrier dome up and say, let's go play up there. No, this what's is- too chilly, Gene? Is twenty too chilly? But twenty five is okay. Are you going to have Jim Cantore in your office? What are we doing? Here's here's what I don't get, man. So I I I said similar things on Twitter. I said I just can't with this. I don't understand. And then I got people replying to me going, Well, you know that Michigan game. Look at how the weather affected that game. How did well, the weather affect that it, game? Well, no, according to some people on online, apparently, how? apparently, if we played that game in a dome, Ohio Buckeye State defense going to get better. Apparently, and apparently, Michigan's offense would just be suddenly bad. 
our offense would have been even better than it was, and our defense would have somehow woken up. I'm just, I'm just confused. So if the Buckeyes play every game in a dome, they win every game. Well, except when they play Clemson or Alabama in a dome, then they lose, look like crap. Let me also ask this question because I'm I've seen this now and I've had this said to me by many Buckeye fans today. Well, our our team is a very uh, good offense, so it benefits teams with a good yeah, offense. There's, there's no other good offenses in college football. Well, two problems, right? One, who do you think you're going to play in the college football playoffs? Teams Iowa. that have no offense, right? Iowa every game, right? You're gonna you're gonna be playing teams with also great offenses. I don't know if you're aware of that, but also. This notion that Ohio State as it is today, like we don't even know actually what Ohio State will be in 2022, right? Because they've just revamped the defensive coaching staff. How do you know next year that, yes, while this offense should be really good, how do you know our defense won't actually become the thing that we go, hey, man, offense is really great. Have you seen this defense? I'm not saying that's likely to happen overnight. I am saying You've completely overhauled the defense, and in two or three years, that may be more of your identity than your offense. If one of your quarterbacks gets hurt, or you have a guy who just is expected to play well at quarterback and then doesn't, or whatever, things get weird in college football. I would think you'd want to play in an environment where your fans will be there. I know they'll be in Indianapolis, too. It's not the same. But I would it's think you'd same. want to come into venerable Ohio Stadium. Go to the Gene Smith is saying I'd rather have climate controlled weather and a clean turf with no ice He's or gone. snow on He's it. He's out of his mind. Then I would have a hundred thousand Ohio State fans yelling and screaming for four hours. He's out of his mind. I don't understand. He's how, out of his mind, or I'm is, out of my mind. How One of the is two. that? How how are Ohio State fans hearing that and saying, "Yeah, that sounds right. I agree with them. I wouldn't want us to be cheering for the team. I'd rather have them be somewhere I can't get to." I'd rather have, by the way, if Gene is so worried about Ohio State fan experience, it's a bet we can't do, right? But I would love, I would, I would gladly take the bet. Gene, you try to sell those tickets in Indianapolis for the most money and see how much money you get out of that. I'm going to be in charge of selling the tickets at Ohio Stadium for the home site playoff game as opposed to a neutral site playoff game. Let's see. Who comes away with the bigger pile of money at the end? If you think Ohio State fans won't show up to the shoe in 10-degree weather for this game, for a playoff game, I get sometimes the attendance has been a little down when you charge $97 to watch Ohio State play Maryland. But when you actually put a good game in there and you charge a lot of money, even if it is cold, people will show up, I'm pretty sure. But if you don't believe that, Gene... I'd love to find out. I wish there was a way we could do that because I'd gladly pocket the money from Ohio Stadium's gate receipts versus what you're going to get in Indianapolis. I'd take my chances there. I think Ohio State will make out okay if they have the game here. More conversation about the Buckeyes going to the Hoosier Dome coming up next. (laughs) Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup in that area as traffic continues to build and a wind advisory in effect until about 7 o'clock tonight. Please be very careful on the roadways. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't know the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. I'm calm now. Are you? No, but I'll okay. pretend to be calm. Good. Gene Smith saying that if uh, Ohio State hosts a playoff game in the future, he would recommend it take place in Indianapolis, you know, too cold for the fans mm. here. Yeah. Wants to see a nice, crisp, clean game. Let's examine this like rational adults. Well, let's try. I mean, well, looking let's, at the two me, of us for try. rational let thought. Me, let me try okay. for a second. All right. Um, perhaps, perhaps this theory that Ohio State would play better in a climate-controlled environment would hold water if Ohio State were playing a game against air. Mm. Right? If it was just right. Ohio State against Ohio State. You know, sometimes in Street Fighter 2, you could... Play you yourself. Know, yeah. Chun-Li, you can just pick robot <laughs> Chun-Li. <laughs> right. Sure. Sim Chun-Li. You mm-hmm. can fight each other. Gotcha. That doesn't happen, though, in the college football playoffs, as far as I know. No. Maybe one day Alabama will be, have two spots in the college football they, playoff. <laughs> they get to play themselves. That's right. right. But so far that hasn't happened yet. But you cannot tell me. I, I don't care. I don't care if you think Ohio State's offense will be better in the dome than if they played outside in the elements. The opponent that's coming in that probably has an equally high-powered offense is going to get the same luxury that Ohio State gets playing in a dome. However, if they were playing outside in the elements in Columbus and it was 15 degrees, one of those teams can replicate that during practice that week. That's Ohio State, the home team. The other one won't be able to do that, but they certainly have indoor facilities down south they can practice in, replicate the dome experience, but they can't replicate 15 degrees and snow if that's what it happens to be. So are you honestly going to tell me from a competitive standpoint that the cold weather team would not have an advantage or not have a bigger advantage than if both of these teams were playing in a dome? Explain that to me. I I I don't understand it. I mean, here's the only logic I can apply that makes me think this is because Gene Smith is as much as he is anything else. He is a politician. I don't mean that he's going to run for office any day soon. I mean, you don't get to be the athletic director of a giant thing like Ohio State. You don't get to run some of these these giant organizations without knowing how to read the room and without knowing how to stay in place, stay in your power right so if if it is apparent that everyone else in college football is like hey we're all for this expansion it's going to make everyone a lot of money but there's no way we're going to get the sec or big 12 or anybody else to agree to this unless you have you know games that can be moved indoors it'll it'll get scuttled then, then maybe that's the reason he's decided to take this Get on. Real. Just, you I think mean, the SEC, ga- SEC opponents are moving their games? 
No, but they're not going to be in. They're not going to need to because it'll be seventy or sixty degrees, and they'll say, "Why should we move? It's perfect weather well, here." Well, okay, this. so they get to play in their home stadiums. Yeah. Oh yeah. That wouldn't be you too can't, much. And you of an can't advantage. predict if it's going to just happen to rain that day. Torrential downpours. You can't stop that. What, what are we playing? Tennis or no, football? I, dude, I know, man. I am just. I am. I don't. I don't think the SEC will do this. I think the Big Ten and all these other schools, if they start doing it, because Gene is echoing some other thoughts that are out there. I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's echoing another person's thoughts that we haven't mentioned. Maybe he and Ryan Day have talked about this, and Ryan Day's well, like, hey, man. You know what? Ryan Day's wrong. I, well, I'm saying. Gene's wrong. Ryan Day's wrong. I would be surprised if if Gene Smith goes out and says something like this to the media, and Ryan Day is sitting in his office going, what? Like, what is he talking about? We're not moving the game from Ohio Stadium. That's ridiculous. If I'm a reporter, I'm calling up. My sources at Ohio State, which might be Ryan Day, and depending on which reporter you are, and saying, hey, man, you cool with this? Is this a thing you're on board with? But I don't know if anyone's doing that or not. It it would surprise me greatly if Gene Smith said, yeah, this is what I'm for. No, I've not talked to Ryan Day about it at all. Our football coach that we pay millions of dollars and who has a probably strong opinion on this idea Maybe he's talked to Ryan Day, and Ryan Day's like, yeah, man, I'd rather play indoor games. I don't know. I am saying someone should follow up better than what was done in that press conference. The local media should do a better job asking these questions because I don't know how Gene Smith is just able to say, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Who cares? Like, And it's just it's accepted as like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Play indoors, not in, not in Columbus, for a home site playoff game. Is everybody else on board with this too? Are they going to do this in Gainesville? If it happens to be an 83 degree day with 200% humidity, are they going to say, ah, you know what? We can't, can't do this. We're going to have to move it to a dome. No, they're not going to do that. I don't think. And if they are, Gene should be saying so. Otherwise, I don't see what the advantage is here. The NFL does this all the time. And you can say, well, Ohio State's not an NFL stadium. Whose fault is that? Well, they tried to make it an NFL stadium every other way. Put this gonna, giant scoreboard I, I, I in, you got say, thumpy music everywhere. Don't, don't talk to me about how Ohio Stadium's 100 years old, because it's really not. All right, They have ripped that place open so many times over the years. They can upgrade the plumbing if they choose to. They're ripping up the field this offseason, putting in more crappy field turf that nobody wants. Pick your design! How about instead of pick your design, pick your destination for a playoff game? I choose here. What do you vote? Yeah, I, I have no... I don't understand. Oh, this. the artificial turf's too cold. That's what I heard from people today. Too <laughs> tough. Now let me let me ask you a question. Uh, Buffalo, what do they have there? Uh, I'm guessing field turf. They have field turf. Uh, New England, what do they have there? Field turf. Man, it, those those Caribbean climates, <laughs> they can get away with it. <laughs> well, and if your argument is that well the field turf is too tough, yeah, all right, that's why you should have real grass so in there, some grass in. which is another thing we have been yelling oh, about forever. The water Okay, here's where you have to go. If you're an Ohio State fan that says, oh, it's too tough, I don't want to go out there, then you have to admit that U.S. men's national team soccer players are tougher than Ohio State football players. And by the way, I think soccer players are extremely tough. I'm not disparaging those guys at all. They are tough. Soccer's a tough sport. But you you did see them go out and play in 10-degree weather, and not once but twice, because they played in Minnesota, too, where it was freezing cold. They go out and play, and they got the job done. If And I don't think Ohio State football players couldn't play in those conditions, wouldn't play in those conditions. I think you'd see the same thing. By the way, where are these Ohio State players? Many of them 
that are going to go on and play in the NFL, where are some of them going to end up? Probably a few in... (laughs) Only in Jacksonville, huh? None of them are going to be in Buffalo, New England, Green Bay. None of them are going to be in these cold... Play Cleveland. You're not going to have to play in any cold weather spots. Pittsburgh, New York. I mean, there's tons of them where it could be the same weather that we have here in December. They're going to play in January, but somehow that's too tough for the college athletes. I don't... I don't think the college athletes are saying this. I think Gene Smith is making a argument that makes no sense. And the only reason I can fathom is either he doesn't think it's got enough juice to pass with all the other conferences or he's out on an island by himself and he's just out there doing whatever he wants to. And he's not asking anyone else for opinions. To To your point, if he's truly concerned about the fan experience. Which is what he's talked about, too. He brought I mean, that up. Yes, yeah, he brought the, the players. Yeah, and he brought so he's the worried fans. about you, the fans. Yeah, you got a home playoff game at Ohio Stadium. It could be zero outside. You could sell two hundred thousand tickets for that. Oh yeah, let alone a hundred thousand tickets for that. We're talking about you playing Alabama in Ohio Stadium. Oh, whatever. Let's say it's not Alabama, Georgia, right? Clemson, let's, let's Florida. Say, let's say it's the first round of the LSU. playoffs, and you draw. I don't know the Miami Hurricanes. Okay, All right. Fine. Let's let's say they, they they're like the tenth seed or something like that, and that's who you draw in the playoffs. Two hundred thousand people would try and be in there. Yeah, just ticket keep, prices go through the roof. Keep naming teams: uh, USC, Texas, Oklahoma. Like any of these schools that are likely to be in this mix. Yeah, all right. In December, you could put the Washington Huskies in there. Right. And have 200 people that were willing to buy tickets for that game. Yeah. I and guarantee if, if you're it. you're saying, well, what if it's a smaller school like what Cincinnati was in? Yeah, tell me how many people oh, would buy tickets to see yeah, Cincinnati no one Ohio would State. want to see that. We better put that in the Hoosier <laughs> Dome. No one wants Let's to see that. Let's take that game out of the state and put it in another state where neither of those teams are from. That'd be a great idea. Uh, why, why are we even doing this? I don't it's know. so stupid. I, you know what? And I'll, I'll fight on this, too. I'll make Gene's life miserable on this. Well, it, it is something I'll be a that hemorrhoid for him. It's either you and I have completely lost touch or he has one of the two. The Holt man is sounding cryptic. I'll tell you why next. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident involving injuries on Hayden Run Road at Riverside Drive. Please, uh, Traffic is slow in this area as things continue to clear up. About a 10 to 15 minute slowdown in the meantime and more delays expected on 71 Southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Late safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Five o'clock hour today. 
We have more WWE Monday Night Raw tickets to give away. Be listening to win. Oh. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I'm going to climb a ladder, Mm. and I'm going to just fall face first onto Gene, who was lying on a table. Onto Gene? Yeah. Gene who? Gene Smith. Oh, the guy sorry. we've been talking about for the last well, you just said 45 Gene. I minutes. I was thinking Mean Gene Okerlund. We're talking wrestling. It no. threw me off for a second. I don't know what we were talking and about. Climb the ladder. Oh, Gene Get the Smith, championship yeah. belt. Makes way more sense. And then we'll have a home playoff game for Ohio State. I tell you, Gene Smith, I think it would, he would hit you with a stunner or something. You'd think you were going to get These him. These guys he'd... have never, they've never had better facilities. They've never been looked after more. The players, you know, you're the, talking the players, about. what I'm talking about. They now and good for them. Rightfully they have the so. opportunity to make millions of dollars if they're good enough, if yeah. they're in demand. And yet, we are still going forward with this line that these are little kids, and we have to look out for their well-being, and we can't have them play in the snow. Well, right. The, there is a conversation we had about looking after their well-being. We are talking about a game where you slam your head violently into another human for four hours. Science still is looking into how that all is going to play out, and we may not get those answers for a while. But you know what? Willing, I got the verdict. We're perfectly, science says not healthy. We're perfectly willing to take that risk. I know. Yes, we're watching head injuries more and all those things. There is not a way currently that a helmet can prevent you from getting a concussion if you get hit hard enough. So you can still get concussions playing this game. If you're worried about the future health of players, you could just not play football. But again, we've all said, no, that's worth it because there's a lot of money to be made. A lot of people want to do this. It's an opportunity. And I agree with all that. It's a worth, it's a worthwhile risk. A lot of people want to take it. A lot of people want to make money off it. Go right ahead for Gene Smith to then say, Oh, player safety too cold. They are ripping up the field turf. What are we talking at Ohio stadium? Maybe instead of putting a new laser light show at the Woody, yeah, put some heater under. Put some heaters under the new artificial turf. Can you do that? Of do course they make you can. Heaters? Yes. For, you know mm. when they developed that technology about twenty years ago. Yeah. No kidding. Are you telling me that? Because I because I know too. You see it in your neighborhood. Depending on where you live, must be nice. Drive through the neighborhood. Everybody's driveway. It's all snow. If it's one of those days, and all of a sudden you drive past a house where there's no snow on the driveway, and mm, it must be nice. You know why? Because they put that heater in underneath the concrete. Is that, is that the bone house? No, I don't have that. I wish I did. That's, Maybe that's why you don't need the snowblower at the heated driveway. <laughs> Must be I'm nice. just saying they got they have this technology. They I do it. it. So I don't know. Put one of those in underneath the field turf, the terrible, awful field turf at Ohio Stadium. And I don't know. Upgrade your plumbing. We've heard about how long has that been going on? Jackets fans, by the way, you should be miffed at all this, too. Because this is Gene Smith also saying, and if you think we're ever going to play a winter classic here, you can forget about it. Mm-hmm. There's not even a chance of that. If they're not going to play an Ohio State playoff game in the cold there, they are not doing anything to help out the Blue Jackets have a game, which is another travesty that we have gone on about for years. I, if I'm the crew, if I'm Dr. Pete Edwards, I send out a release today and say, good news. You don't have to move the game from Ohio from Columbus. Well, they're not going to do that. Put it, put it here. We got twenty thousand. We'll they're, sell a lot. Well, those tickets will that. be great. Gotta They'll be go right down on the Dome. field. Uh, Holt man being cryptic today. For some reason, the Holt man went on Dan Dockage's radio show, and he was talking about justice suing. We have not seen all season long. And the Holt man said, "I don't know if and when justice will be back." 
He said, season-ending injuries happen. I'm not saying his is season-ending. Yeah, but you okay. sort of just did the first no, part mean, of that segment or sentence. Well, let's recap, right? He had an abdominal injury before the season that has prevented him from playing. We are now in mid to late February, however you want to look at this. So how much season is left? Month? Month and a half? Like at yeah, best? It's like four or five weeks. Okay. And we of we regular have, season. Well, but I'm no, but I'm saying you add in all of March Three Madness to regular season. You know what I mean? Between now and April first, season's about over. Even if you have a great run. So how much more time can I mean if if he can recover and get back, that would be awesome, but the likelihood of that happening, given that he has not been available at all this year. Well, if he's going to get back and play, Holtman would be saying things like, well, he's getting close. Yes, he's getting he's ready. He's been in practice and he's, he's doing things. Yeah, and, yeah, that's not happening. We're not going to uh, see him all season. That's that's really, that sucks. Between him and Seth Towns, man, it's that's so frustrating. Also, uh, I mean, I care about that because I'm an Ohio State basketball fan. I'm not sure why someone listening to Dan Dockich's Indiana radio show would care about a guy who hasn't played for Ohio was State this all year. His Indianapolis show, Teddy, oh, or was this the, the other one? He has the the Outkick. That's right. Okay, I forgot he's got that show. Yeah, I don't know which one it is. All right. Well, if you're driving, first I mean, I'm of glad, all, I'm glad we got the info. I'm just saying, Indianapolis is the cultural mecca of the United I, States of America. How dare I? I we forgot. need every single sporting event to be there. They should just pick up the White House and move it to Indianapolis. Listen, this is really sad that we have to do this because of Gene Smith's insane comments. Because I truly do enjoy going to Indianapolis. That's it's a fine. nice town. But now, you know what? I hate it. But I hate it, and I hate everybody who lives there. I don't hate it. But I hate it. I do hate that they want to put this. You know what? Fine. You can have an Ohio State home playoff game. We get the Indy 500. Find a way to make that happen, and then I'm all. we'll trade. We'll trade for one year. That's good. If you wouldn't be willing to do that, Indianapolis, you don't get to have Ohio State football. That's what I say. Buckeyes take it to the Gophers last night. Uh, outside shot was falling. It was really a, a tale of two games. First half, not good. No. Buckeyes look sloppy. I think it was seven turnovers and nine possessions. That was, that was rough to watch. That was rough to watch. Buckeyes trailed by one at the half, but then in the second half, they looked like a completely different team. Well, good. They should have looked like a completely different team because I thought they were much better than Minnesota, and you finally saw that in the second half where they more than doubled them up. So, yeah, good performances all around, and I like to see a few different guys getting involved there. It was good to see Jamari Wheeler hitting some threes. That's what we that's what we need. We need another guard that can step up and hit from outside. Now, the other uh I was going to say the other day, a couple weeks ago when we had all the snow and the ice. Yeah. They wound up postponing that Iowa game. But it wasn't because of the snow and ice. It was because Iowa had mechanical issues with their plane. They couldn't get in the night before. If they did get in the night before, all the officials were in town. They were going to play that game. Mm-hmm. Even if the fans had to get in their car and drive through the snow and ice. Are you saying to get there? Gene Smith was willing to sacrifice. Why does Gene Smith hate fans? <laughs> Why wasn't that game moved to the Hoosier Dome? Right. <laughs> Where is the Hoosier Dome? Is he saying there? Where is he talking about? Because that's not a Hoosier Dome anymore. That's a Lucas Oil Stadium. That, no, that's got. different. That's what he means. But. Oh, okay. Hoosier Why Dome. wasn't that game played there? Maybe it wasn't completely well thought out when he went out there and was like, I'm going to talk about the Hoosier Dome today. And they're like, Gene, are you sure about it? He's like, trust me, I got it. But fans driving through the snow and ice to get to the game, that's fine. That's fine. But sitting down at inside, the game, in the, inside the game, yes, yeah. at the game, we can't have that. 
Well, in player safety. Maybe Gene is going to Uber everybody back and forth. He'll be <laughs> the designated ge- driver. That is very generous. I've had too much to drink. Here comes Gene. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and he's in a little mobile, but he calls it the Hoosier Dome on wheels. <laughs> Hop in. You know, I've never thought of it as, yes, technically the Pope is playing in a dome stadium. But you're right. He does. I never thought of that until just now. Now, what's coming up next? NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says it makes no sense that Kyrie can't play at home. And you know what? He's not wrong. Details mm-hmm. next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Henderson Road, east of Kenny Road. Please be careful as traffic begins to build in this area. About a 15-minute slowdown. You'll also find more delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is backing up in that area. Traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson, now hiring. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. They're recruiting for CDL truck drivers in the West Jefferson Distribution Center. They offer great pay and benefits with a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Your chance to win WWE Monday Night Raw tickets as well. In the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, I saw Charles Barkley was talking about when he plans on retiring from TV. Okay. He was talking to the Dallas Morning News. He said about TV, it's been a great, great thing. I love Ernie, Kenny, Shaq, and everybody we work with. But I just don't feel the need to work until the day I die. I don't. I'll be 61 years old if I finish out my contract. And I don't want to die on TV. I want to die on the golf course or somewhere fishing. I don't want to be sitting <laughs> sitting inside over by fat-ass shack waiting to drop tent. That is a great line. That is a great line. <laughs> That's why that show works. Absolutely. You get the sense. Now, maybe they are all just brilliant showmen, and they make it all up. But well, either way, no, it's still great. Ernie, Kenny, and obviously Charles and Shaq, they seem like... If you saw, if you were at a restaurant where they frequent and they were all out, it feels like you would be watching the same thing you see on TV. Oh, a, a much more ribald version of it, probably. You'd see some a little more swearing and things, but I get the sense those guys enjoy each other's company and they like to bust each other's chops. So that that's a perfect statement from Charles, but I don't blame him, man. I wouldn't want to be on TV either that long. The money he's made anyway without TV. Clearly, he enjoys doing it because he keeps coming back for it. But yeah, you should I think go it's and enjoy. When, I'm, I think it's sad when some of these people don't know when it's time to leave. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are currently on television right now. I think it's sad to watch them. And that's when the family has to come in and take the car keys away and say, I, I know you still enjoy this, but this is not good for you. Yeah. And, and I know that. Uh, for example, I mean, one guy that comes up often in these discussions is Lee Corso, College Game Day. 
And guys like Herb Street will go out there and say, and, and Chris Fowler and all those guys, they'll say, hey, man, he's he built this thing. He's got a right to be here as long as he wants to. And that's, I, I will say, as much as I'm not a fan of Herbie, I believe that the guys on that show want to do right by Lee Corso. Yeah, I, I believe that. But I think sometimes when you're so close to someone, you can't always tell what's the best. Like you're you're looking at it from the standpoint of I enjoy having him around and he enjoys doing it and I would never want to rip that away from him. But the other side of that is it, it is tough for him. I'm sure if he could look at it and see just how bad this looks sometimes, if you talked to him 30 years ago and said, "Hey, would you want to do you want to keep doing this?" He might say, "No, nah, I'd, I'd rather not." Please, please tap me on the shoulder and let me know if I'm am kind of embarrassing myself. And I don't I don't think that's wrong by the way, to be a friend like that who would say, yeah, I don't think that's a good look for you. I Maybe that makes me a bad person. No, I say it to Tim Hall every single day. <laughs> say, I think you're done, buddy. <laughs> Listen to the show last night. <laughs> I'm good. I think you're done. Yeah. Uh, Adam Silver. Adam Silver was talking about how the COVID rules in New York don't make any sense. And I got to tell you, I, I, I plead ignorance on this one. I didn't realize this was a little wrinkle. He was on ESPN's Get Up this morning, and he was talking about how Kyrie can play on the road, but he can't play with his team in New York City. Here's what Adam Silver had to say. This law in New York, the oddity of it to me, is it only applies to home players. I think if ultimately that rules about protecting people who are in the arena, it just doesn't quite make sense to me that an away player who's unvaccinated can play in Barclays, but the home player can't. To me, that's a reason they should look at that ordinance. That doesn't. I did not know I, that. I didn't either. know that. I didn't realize that an unvaccinated player can come into Barclays and play, but Kyrie cannot because that's his home arena, even though he's unvaccinated. This has not changed my opinion of Kyrie. This has not changed my opinion of vaccination, but I always talk about the inconsistency is what drives me nuts. That is what drives me crazy. When of Ohio course. State says, yeah, 17,000 people can sit inside this arena, but you can't have any snacks because if you take out a hot dog and start eating that, well, then the entire place is contaminated. No, the entire place is contaminated when 17,000 people are sitting shoulder to shoulder. If you have unvaccinated players coming in playing in Barclays, then what sense does it make to have Kyrie not play? Well, explain it to me again because so Kyrie can't play, but an unvaccinated player can come in and play against the Nets and theoretically give whatever virus they're carrying if they I mean again, we we know this with COVID, right? You can have the vaccine and be carrying the virus and not even be sick. You can not technically have the vaccine and have a very mild or not even symptomatic version of it. You can pass that along to someone else, then they could pass it along to Kyrie, who I guess isn't that part of what you're the whole reasoning is for not letting him. I don't understand. It's 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 a very weird circumstance that just who employs you makes the difference. Yeah, not, that's stupid. I don't understand that no, at all. It's, it's not. It's not about protecting people at that point. It's about optics, and that's well, the issue that I have. And it and I think if more people were aware of that, they would say, "Well, that just looks stupid." Well, I wasn't so aware it's of even, it. It's not even optics. You you know what I mean? It it is literally this is our rule, and it just has an arbitrary cutout here, but for no good reason. We don't. We don't say why this one applies here, but it doesn't apply over there. Adam Silver continued, so while, again, my personal view is people should get vaccinated and boosted, 
I can imagine a scenario where Brooklyn, as part of New York City, with a new mayor now who wasn't in place, Eric Adams, when that original ordinance was put into place, I could see him deciding to change along the way and say it's no longer necessary to have a mandatory vaccination requirement, as I said, particularly one that affects only home players. I don't think Adam Silver says that unless he's had that same conversation with Eric Adams. Do you? No, I don't think so either, but I also view that as like, even if he hasn't had that conversation, that's that's the NBA's way of saying, come on, guys, get this together. Make this happen. And and that has been a prevailing thought in Brooklyn, right? That's part of what went into this whole Kyrie discussion. Should he be allowed to play or not? You know, the home if he can't play the home games, should we let him play the road games? Initially they said no. And part of their reasoning for that was, you know, we don't think this mayor's going to change anything, or at least Prior to the election, they didn't think it was going to change. Now that there's been a new mayor in place, that has changed their thinking somewhat to say, well, maybe he's going to be allowed to play. And if that happens around playoff time, we don't want to drop him in. And he's not played with these guys at all other than practice, which he is allowed to do because I guess their practice facility is in New Jersey or the practice facility is a different rule for it. This makes no sense. Yeah. So basically, that's part of what changed their opinion on it. And that has now allowed it to get to a point where he's playing in the road games and will eventually... Uh, be playing, yeah, I think, home games too. I think they will change this. But I saw something a few days ago that Kyrie, I think, has in the next three weeks because of the All-Star game and everything else going on, he has like two games that he's going to be eligible to play in because they have they have quite a few home games around the All-Star game and there is a break around the All-Star game. So he's going to go like three weeks and play two basketball games. That doesn't seem ideal. You were telling me before the show about this soap opera saga between Kevin Durant and James Harden. I don't really follow this stuff, but this is fascinating. The ins and outs of James Harden, of course, is gone now. He's in Philadelphia, but was Kevin Durant behind the scenes making this happen? Well, and we talk all the time about how the most important players for your organization, do they get consulted when there's a big decision to make? The answer is yes in Brooklyn. And the answer is yes in the NBA more often than not, because having one or two great players can truly change your franchise's trajectory. But right. Kevin Durant loved playing with James Harden initially, wanted that to happen, but the reports are, Bleacher Report had this this week, that at the start of the season, he was disappointed how James Harden showed up fat and out of shape. That's the only polite, that's not even a polite way to say it, that's just what it was. And so that soured him a bit on James Harden. Then when the Kyrie stuff happened, now you are losing one of the big three that was supposed to be there. Apparently, James Harden was not thrilled with the fact that he was going to have to do more on the team, which is also kind of a shocking statement. Now, that is the report, and that is based on you know unnamed sources within the organization. That may not actually be what James Harden feels. All that said, it got to a point that was so bad with Brooklyn where he, he basically, James Harden, won it out. And they were trying to keep it together. And Kevin Durant resisted, you know, going to management and saying, get this bum out of here. If he doesn't want to play, get me someone who does. But it got so bad that James Harden was, you know, they take a road trip. They go to Utah and then Sacramento. Well, in Utah, team plays their game. It ends. He has a good game. He then flies to Vegas, not with the team. They go on to Sacramento. He goes to Vegas, has his night parties, whatever, catches up the next day has a terrible game in Sacramento. And so that was a point of contention. Then he had an issue where he wasn't playing because he was hurt. And so even though he's not playing, he's traveling with the team, but he still kept flying out to clubs. 
And this, the injury he was complaining of, there was some doubt of if that injury was so severe he couldn't play in the first place. But he would go clubbing and be out the night the next day to the point that they would get to the game, no James Harden. Supposed to be in street clothes, not at the arena. Game starts, no James Harden on the bench, not with the team, not in street clothes. Halftime, he shows up and he's just, oh, hey, here I am. And would plop I down on the it. bench. How you doing? And so they got to a point with him where they Club said... was happened last night. So that is supposedly what drove Kevin Durant to say, pull the trigger, make the deal, get me Ben Simmons, get this guy out of here. So that's why you... That's It's not the only reason. There were lots of other factors. But if Kevin Durant didn't sign off on it, it may not have happened. Because Kevin Durant said, I'm done with this guy, the deal got done. Where will Deshaun Watson end up? We give you the latest coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still causing slowdowns on Henderson Road, east of Kenny Road. Plan on some backups as things continue to clear. And an accident on 670 eastbound at 4th Street. This accident does involve a motorcycle. Please be very careful as they get things cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help. For home, for home, for home loan solutions. There we go. That fits your life. Rocket can. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Three hours a day, every single day. That's all we ask of you. Do it. Or go to hell. Mm. Don't do that. No. No. Deshaun Watson sat out the 2021 season. He is, uh, I guess, still has all these lawsuits pending. When is that going to happen? I don't know. Because I, f- I feel like there was some kind of court date set for January that I, if it happened, I missed it. Oh, it says the first date for him to be deposed is February 24th. Oh, okay. So, so next coming week. up. All right. Yeah, next week. According to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, two new teams have entered the fray for Deshaun Watson in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Minnesota Vikings, both of whom have long-term questions at quarterback. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yep, yep. Got Kirk it. Cousins. You know what Kirk Cousins' cap hit is in 2022? Oh, I'm, I'm guessing it's bad. Look, I'm, I'm aware that the going rate for quarterbacks in the National Football League much higher than it used to be. I got it. Kirk Cousins' cap hit this season is $45 million. <laughs> yeah, there's a bonus there, right? I, I got it. That's not just straight salary, homie. There's something with that, right? No, that's not straight salary. That is what counts against the cap, though. Well, they have right, him on your yeah. roster. Yeah. $45 million. That means you can't take that money and go spend it on other players. Of course. I know, yeah. It's still, a that's a lot of money. A lot of scratch. Man, that's bad. And if you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, hey, he was a pro bowler. If you look at his numbers, they're f- they're they look good. Sure. They're fine. 
But if you have eyeballs and you watch that team last year, he was not very good. Yeah, I I have long been someone who says Kirk Cousins numbers deceive you and when you actually need him to make a throw. Now that he's incapable, he just doesn't do it as often as someone with his reputation that he's had for years. Someone who, who has a forty five million dollar cap well, that hit too, to do. Right. It's it's I I'm not saying he's a terrible quarterback. Do I know that if he was on a slightly better roster that he could do maybe a little bit better? Sure, I, I believe that, but I don't think he's in the same category as a Matt Stafford where it's just put the right talent around him and all of a sudden he is winning a Super Bowl. Like I, I still don't believe that with him. I think he's more of a game manager. I just think he's not that great of a quarterback. Jackets lost in Calgary last night, snapping their three-game winning streak. They will play in Chicago tomorrow night. Name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up today at 534. The last time the Jackets played Calgary was here, and it was that 6 nothing debacle where it was the last time the Jackets gave up. Now, they had that game where they lost like 8-4 to four to the Panthers, but and they were bad in that game. Oh, they just gave up a lot of goals there, but they fought the but whole they way. Right, they, they fought through it. They didn't give up. That Calgary game here was the last time that Zach Wierenski said, quote, we just stopped playing. Mm. Okay, so I was watching that game last night looking for a Jackets team to at least give some effort, and they did. They didn't give up in that game. However, we always say on any given night, anything can happen. There's two circumstances where that is not true. When the Blue Jackets go to Nashville, they're guaranteed to lose every single time. (laughs) Every time. And if the Blue Jackets played this version of the Calgary Flames for 162 games, they would be 0 and 162. Mm. The Jackets just do not match up with this team well. No, they, they do not seem to, and it has not been pretty when they have played, but... I, I am still always fascinated by some of the quirks of the Saddle Dome, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, there, it's where still they play. called the Saddle Dome. Yeah, where they have the catwalk. If you want to go, if you're in the press box, you have to like walk across the top of the arena to get into it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of suspended over the crowd. Yes. You ever seen the shots of if you go to the very top row when you're up in there and like, it, not in the press box, but in the fan seats, the highest row you can get to, the overhang is so low you, your top of the viewpoint that you have is the edge of the far edge of the ice. So, like, you see stands over your head all the way down to the edge of the ice where the boards are, and then you can see the sheet of ice, and then there's the bottom of the stands that you're sitting in. That's all you can see. You can't see the scoreboard. You can't see anything if you have the the highest up seat. So there are presumably people that will be sitting there when this team is in the playoffs and have a terrible view, but... Let them live. They're in the building. Speaking of the Saddle Dome, I think it was the summer between my junior year and senior year in high school. My buddy and I were really into wrestling. All right? All right. And he said to me, hey, I got us tickets. It was summer to go to the Saddle Dome in Calgary. Wow. Because WWF at the time was having a pay-per-view. Oh, up there. Yeah, up there in Calgary. Mm. Do you want to go? And I said, well, what, how are we going to get there? We're going to drive. Okay. How far that's of a, a drive That's is a that? long ass drive. I was going to say, how far of a drive was that? That's a long ass drive. And I remember I, you know, I, I had a crappy Pontiac Grand Am that he wanted to use. He wanted to take yeah. my car to go out there. Right. And I, I went to my parents and I said, uh, hey, 
can I go to Cal? As the words, as the words were exiting my mouth, right? I heard it like they must have heard it. Yes. Can I go to Calgary with my loser friend to watch wrestling? <laughs> and my mom looked at me and said, "You were supposed to get a job this summer." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, "Well, I'll get a job." And, and she says, "Well, what are you going to do? Take a week off from this job to go to Calgary to go watch wrestling with your stupid friend?" No, you're not going. And yeah. she denied me going. But I had the cable descrambler box. Okay. So I could watch all the pay-per-views for free. And other things. And all the nudie stuff. Yes. I was gonna for say. free. Right. My buddy wound up going. He got out there. Oh, he did. With somebody else. And I remember watching it. And I don't know how it was there. But watching it on TV, it was the loudest wrestling event oh, I've I'm ever sure. heard in my entire life. Because I am you had, sure it was. Like Bret Hart, who is Canada's hero... Calgary's hero. He was there. He was in the main event with Stone Cold Steve Austin and the Road Warriors. Laurinaitis' his dad. They're all there together, yeah, fighting. Oh man, what and a the scene! Roof was going to blow off the place, and I was wishing I was there and cursing my mom. And maybe he sat in those awful seats that were way up in the thing where all you can see is just the ring, and that's it. Well, and he came back, and I said, "How was it?" He said, "It was the greatest." was the greatest time of my life. And then he told me about the girl that he met in Calgary and had sex with. Oh. I didn't care about that. Okay. Karen Calgary. That was, was her name. Karen Calgary. She had yeah. a big moose head hat on. <laughs> hey, how you she, doing there? He's like, can you keep that Calgary hitman jersey oh, you're on? from the States, huh? Oh, yeah. Let from me the tell, States. Let me, let me give you a look at my poutine. <laughs> you want to go to a stampede, hey, do you? I got some cheese curds and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you may need some medication. Uh, maybe. Uh, by the way, I looked up the road trip from uh, where you grew up to Sh- Calgary. Chicago, Chicago to Calgary. How much? How how long do you think it is? How many hours in the car? 15. 25. 25. 25 <laughs> hours. That's, I mean, if you drove 10 hours, well, let's say you did two 12-hour days, you might make it there We didn't time. have money for the hotel either. By the way, I forgot we were going to sleep in the car. Oh, oh, that sounds good. You know what? How do people get murdered on the Canadian highway? Because idiots <laughs> like us are just sleeping in our car. What are you What are you boys doing here in this, hey, uh, this hey. drugstore parking lot in Regina? Oh, we're just, you know. Regina's not way. even on the way, but it we're is. there. Oh, it, it is. is. It's close. All right, all right. It's not far. I'm looking right at it. You'd go... You'd, well, you'd have to take a slight detour, maybe 20 minutes out of your way. That's fine. You'd get there. Yeah. What's next? I don't know. Thought you knew. No. I'm going to Regina. Oh, you know what? I watched the figure skating last night. Oh. We could... Uh, oh! Oh! Oh, hey! Hey! Hey, we could talk about that. Maybe in this traffic report, Leanna can talk. <laughs> wow. Just going to back away from the microphone, let you take all that heat. Leanna, you do a great job. We are yeah. fully happy to have you we here. Never, we never mess up. Nope. We nope, never mess never up. never do. We're good. I just want Leanna to know that I was going for that fart sound effect, oh, I but know. I, I couldn't I, get it fast enough. I hope she knew. Yeah. she. I think that's what happened. Was she was thinking about it. She goes, I'm going to get They're farted. They're going to fart me. I better They're end this. Fart me. I better end it. I'm going to get farted. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Such a great job I have. 
Watch out for an accident that is cleared from Henderson Road east of Kenny Road. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And an accident still causing slowdowns on eastbound 670 at 4th Street. Plan on some backups in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Today was just a bad day for me. Yeah? I had the bad experience at the BMV. Then after that, and if you missed that, I started the show with it, so go listen to the podcast later. Yeah. And then I went to a liquor store, because I was out on some uh, out of some of my favorites. Mm. So I went to a, a liquor store. I will not tell you which one. It was not a great experience, and they don't pay me to. Right. So I pulled up. It was just about to open the liquor store, and there were like you know nineteen guys who looked like pork chop just waiting outside, mouth breathing. Do we know why people I don't, were waiting I don't, outside? I don't know a, why. I don't maybe know a delivery of some certain some beer delivery or bourbon probably, lottery. Probably bourbon. I don't know, but they were all out there. Like, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm not waiting in the same line that they're waiting in. I just want to get in the damn store. Mm. So I, you know was going to open in one minute. I got out, stood next to one of these guys, and now I got to talk to him. Or he's got to talk to me. Why are you here for it? <laughs> I'm just here to get some stuff. Leave me alone. Well, he's just there to get some stuff, too. He well, just wants some selected right. stuff. Whatever. You want boring stuff. So I go in. I get what I need. Mm. And all over this store, there's a million signs. Have your ID ready. Have your ID ready. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be a jerk. So I go up to the register. I got my stuff. I got my ID in my hand. I say to the very pleasant person behind the counter, do you need to see my ID? I didn't get a, no, sir, you're good. You look like you're 100 years old. You're okay. <laughs> Instead, I got like a, like a, get right. out of here. Well, no, I, I don't need to see that. I need to see it. How like, dare you? Geez, all right. Get fine. the signs up and say to show right, your ID. I guess I'll put this away. You could have just said, no, I don't need it, sir. Glad I'm giving you $140 of my money. Man, must be nice. It must be nice. You know what he did, too? Just, right. like, threw the receipt at me. Oh, really? Just threw it at me. Get out of here. Get out. Yeah. Thanks for your business. How dare you buy Bartles and James in my store? No wine was, coolers it was here. Zima, and you know it. Yeah, buddy. That's right. $140 worth of Zima. <laughs> Teddy's, I'm having a party. Teddy's coming over. It's just you and Ted having a party. That's what he drinks. But, you know, between that and the BMV woman, I actually looked at my clothing. Like, did I accidentally walk out of the house with my FU shirt on today? Am I just offending people? I'm usually a very pleasant person when I'm out. I know some of you are surprised by that. But when I'm when I'm just out and about, whether I'm at a McDonald's, McDonald's, hey, everybody, I'm going to McDonald's. 
McDonald's. Old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> Even if I'm at the fast food drive through, I'm always the have a nice day guy. I'm, oh, I'm sure. the, the thank you, have a nice day guy. I'm always very pleasant. Now, you may not know it by listening to me. I think it's a good practice to do that just because it's good to do that to any humans you are interacting with. Let's just all try to be nicer to each other on this planet while we're here. But I know another reason that you do that is because you don't want to get into a conflict, no. into confrontation. You do no. not like conflict or confrontation. So you try to avoid it by being nice. And then that helps you hopefully get nice responses. But I don't have any medium confrontations. All my confrontations end with murder. <laughs> right. Right. I don't doubt that. I actually believe that 100%. So what what must be happening, because you're right, I, I go through life. We have talked about this often where you will tell me about your day and it will be so different than what my day is where I walk into a store. No one says two words to me. I go get the things I need to get. I check out the person is, how are you? Good. How are you? Great. And then that's it. And then I take my stuff and leave. And sometimes I'm even too friendly where I'm like, having a great day. How are you doing? What time you get off? You going to be here too? Oh, seven more hours. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Hope it goes quick. See you later. Like, And never do I get anyone who's mad, offended. Maybe I'm just not self-aware enough. Maybe I don't pick up on the little cues that you're picking up You've on. You've been with me out places. Is there some sort of vibe that I throw out? Not that I recall. I mean, but Teddy. I... If there was, I'm used to it because I work with you every day. Is there an a-hole vibe that I'm throwing no, out? No, you are the most pleasant uh, person you know, to be Look, around. Teddy, so try to say, try not, to say not, not like ridiculous. he's pushing you off a cliff what, what as you're do, doing What are we doing here? No, no, <laughs> common man. It's a joy to work with you and has been these low many years I have known thee. I'm reading off reading, of my reading prepared his statement. It's New King James script. That's what you're reading right there. <laughs> I, Good I'm, job. Just, I'm just saying, if you all want to know why I am the way I am, Oh, I've told it's you that. It's because of experiences like this. I've told you that, where I go out sometimes with you, and it's like, only when I'm with you do these random weird things happen. And then you're like, oh yeah, this happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. So no wonder you're the way you are. Uh, I watched the figure skating last night. I mean, I knew what was going to happen. The 15-year-old Russian was going to finish first. But I wanted to see how it was handled on NBC. I wanted to see what Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski said about it. Which, by the way... I am not a figure skating fan. I watch it because my wife loves it. Sure. She wants to watch it. And every single Olympic cycle, we watch the figure skating. Even when it's like the world championships, when it's even not an Olympic year, we watch the figure skating because she likes to watch it. Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski are awesome. Yeah. They are great at what they do. They have just the right amount of knowledge and silliness and professionalism. I like it a lot. Yeah. When I've tuned into them, I get the vibe that I'm being let in on two kind of figure skating nerds who really know their stuff and are not afraid to occasionally but they don't fun. make you feel stupid about no it. no but they're they're welcoming you in not talking over your head yes but i was curious to see how they were going to handle this last night because look we can talk about how ridiculous it is how outraged we are we ultimately are not familiar with the ins and outs and the nuance of the figure skating community these people are so i defer to their opinions they were having none of it last night. Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski were pissed off. They didn't even say a damn word when she was doing her routine. Really? Because, well, Johnny Weir essentially said, why am I going to analyze this? She shouldn't be doing this. We should not even be watching it. It shouldn't exist. Why would I tell you that I like this or like that? Right. It's In, in his way of view, it is 
a performance that doesn't that shouldn't count for no, anything. So let's matter. not treat it like it does. Tara Lipinski said, I think when they were doing the the team event, she said, "This girl and I keep forgetting her name. I've it's Camila something. She is the greatest figure skater I've ever seen." Wow. That is a heavy comment from Tara Lipinski about a 15-year-old Russian skater, yeah, right? Sure. She is the greatest I've ever seen at that. She said last night during the broadcast, essentially that she takes all that back and she has questions everything she's seen about this girl now. That's fair. I mean, if you're if you're talking about what you're watching, the whole thing we want to watch with sports is believe that what we're seeing is genuine. And I know there's so many blurred lines with what counts as actual performance enhancement and what is over the line and all those other things. It's not that blurred when it comes to the Olympics, though. I mean, they have banned substances. They tell you what they are well, right there, up there's front. apparently no question that this is a performance enhancer because, she, you know, she tested positive for the banned angina drug, well, which yeah, is it's a, a heart medication. Yeah, something that is supposed to help your heart. Right, but it also comes out she was taking two other heart medication drugs. And again, she's 15. In so. combination with this, and they had one of the doctors on to explain the effects of this. And they said, well, this is a endurance booster. It allows you to get out there and work more without suffering fatigue. Let me ask you a question. It's a definite benefit. If, and again, I realize this is the Russian Olympic Committee and all these other things, but don't you think most sane people, and I would assume even the Russian Olympic Committee is full of sane people who do not want someone to die on their watch? Yeah, it's a big leap. Well, I, I, I would hope they would want that for these athletes that they work with whether you want to say whatever about the the way they govern their you know olympic athletes and all that stuff i'm just saying the coaches you would think the doctors on the team might care a little bit about this if there was a medical need for a 15 year old to be on three heart medications would it be advisable to train this person to be an Olympic yeah, athlete? Maybe you shouldn't be an Olympian. <laughs> right? Good call. Like maybe they maybe they would say, nah, I don't think that's a great idea. You've got three heart medications. You have a really bad heart issue. So it seems pretty clear this is cheating. And related to it, she's on a team currently that only exists because the country she's from cheated. Kind of seems pretty open and shut to me. I don't know why they did this, but I'm glad that the people calling the event Oh, had, they were having had no problem it. calling it out. They were having none of it last night. And good for them. She finished first. You know, so they didn't have any sort of medal ceremony because of her. Yeah, that's not good because then everybody else, the other two skaters who... And the, number one, there's a third skater that probably could have gotten bronze that either... I don't know. They'll down mail the, it to her. Well, down the road, yeah, we'll get it if it, yeah, if it they'll, proves they'll mail it what we all you. think it will. But she doesn't, none of them get their chance to go stand on a podium and have the anthem played and wave at everybody and get the medal put on them. You work all that time to get to that moment and you don't get it because of some bureaucratic nonsense where you say, well, we don't want to offend the sensibilities of a 15-year-old skater who's clearly got cheating drugs going through her system. That is beyond me. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from 670 Eastbound at 4th Street. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some slowdowns on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is delayed there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options that the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tonight on The Fan, it is the Buckeye Show at 6. At 7 o'clock, Jacket's Conversation with the Inside Edge. 8 o'clock, 11 Warriors Radio Hour. I'm sure they will talk about Gene Smith saying that we need to play playoff games in the Hoosier Dome. <laughs> At least it wasn't the Tacoma Dome, although that's where I, I wish would it like was. To go. Yeah, that'd be great. On campus, let's do it. Common Man and T Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Bone. Well, man, I don't know if you saw this last night. Coach K, he's doing his farewell tour. The. Duke head coach. He wasn't feeling well, right? Yeah, it was uh, feeling ill. Had to leave the game early in the win versus Wake Forest. Duke won 74-72, but uh, he did speak to the team after the game, said he's doing better, associate head coach, and the man who's been tapped to take over when he's done, John Shire, he was you know the one who stepped in and told the media that he was feeling better after the game. So, yeah, just kind of a weird situation. They said he was out with an illness, didn't really elaborate on that. Again, I don't know, but given all the issues you have with you know COVID around college basketball and just sports in general, you would think, eh, if you're feeling ill, maybe don't step out. I mean, you know, what does he have to prove? Like, you've got the guy in waiting right. that you're, you're going to be telling what to do anyway once you leave. I love that story where John Shire's just basically been installed to be his puppet. But anyway, so I don't know why he felt like he had to go in there, but he did, and now he had to leave the game, and he's apparently doing better. Uh, meanwhile, another legendary coach, not quite the same level of Coach K, but Tubby Smith, he has stepped down from his alma mater high point after contracting COVID-19 for a second time. So the 70-year-old basketball coaching stalwart has apparently decided to turn the program over to his son, Gigi Smith, uh, who I believe was the guitarist for Saturday Night Live's band at one point. G.E. Smith. <laughs> not G.G. Smith. No, very close. Anyway, so... That's that's uh, interesting that that may be the last time we see him as a head coach in college basketball. But how is he doing over there at all? High point? Uh, I don't think great, right. but you know his son was in place, ready to go, so that's good. They're eleven and fifteen on the season. They sit eighth in the Big South standings. That's not good. He did take five teams to an NCAA tournament. One of only three head coaches to do that: Tulsa, Georgia, Minnesota, Texas Tech, and Memphis. Now, uh, let's move to college football, where there is some spiciness happening in Conference USA. Spicy. Yeah. They have a little issue in Conference USA with three schools, Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall, who have said, we're out. We're leaving, and we're joining the the Big South, I want to say. What conference are they joining? Uh, Sunbelt. Sorry, not Big South. They want to join the Sunbelt by June 30th. However, Conference USA has said, too bad. Contract says you can't leave until summer of 2023. And they said, well, too bad. We're leaving oh, anyway. Too bad you? What are you going to do that? So Conference USA said, well, too bad. Here's the schedule. Yeah. And guess who's on it? Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall. You can eat it. And so now they have released a statement 
saying that these schools don't have the right to leave. Here's their quote. Conference USA intends to conduct the 2022-23 athletics a year with the full 14 institution members intact. Conference USA Board of Directors will exhaust all necessary legal actions to ensure all members meet their contractual obligations as defined by and agreed to I appreciate in the, the Conference USA bylaws. I really do. They're doing it. I appreciate it. So keep an, eye, keep an eye on all that. There's going to be some litigation and there's going to be... Now, hopefully they get this sorted out quickly because... I hope they don't. Well... There's players for Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall who would say, I really don't care where we play. I just want to play. I want to play football this year. I have a college football career that hangs in the balance. And if you're going to screw around with my college football career, that's no good. So hopefully, at the very least, those players can get out of that. If it truly drags on and it threatens their seasons, I would hope all those players could transfer and like get an extra year of eligibility, too. Why not? Let's just... Let's make it all better for them because that would be truly terrible. Uh, meanwhile, Baylor football coach Dave Aranda has signed a contract extension now through the 2029 season, Mike. So why not? Don't worry. I mean, he led Baylor to a Big 12 championship and Sugar, yeah. Sugar Bowl victory. That and I'm too. sure if he has success next season, they'll rip that up. 2035. Sign him to a new deal. And if he's successful after that, 2050. Just keep it going. And then the year after that, he'll take a bigger job and they'll rip up that contract and he'll have like a $3 million out or something crazy. Uh, Speaking of former, well, Baylor football, and then this story is a former Baylor coach, Art Bryles. Your guy. Not my guy at all. And uh, another not my guy is Hugh Jackson, but Hugh Jackson is coaching at Grambling State now. And apparently he has reached out to Art Bryles about becoming the team's offensive coordinator. And a deal is expected to be announced this week. So Hugh's got those standards, though. <laughs> I, Hugh, Hugh Jackson is his own guy, man. He is. He is. That's something. Because I don't know if you've paid attention. Art Bryles had a bit of a scandal that followed him at Baylor. Now, of course, if you follow that complete story, Art Bryles did settle up with Baylor. He claimed wrongful termination for, again, a massive sexual assault scandal that rocked that program, called the univer- caused the university president and AD to step down, as well as Art Bryles to be fired. He claims it's not fair. He shouldn't have been fired. There was an out-of-court settlement on that, but still, I don't think it's coincidental that Art Bryles really hasn't had a job in college football since all that. So, anyway, there you go. Apparently going to be a grambling state. Speaking of... Uh Weird things. Did you see the Dallas Cowboys had to pay out two point four million dollars because uh, that story weird employees trying to look up the skirts of the cheerleaders. That story is horrible and gross, and it's also interesting that we didn't hear a ton about what actually happened with the Washington Football Team when all that went down with Dan Snyder. They kept all that hush hush, and I thought, why wouldn't guys like Jerry Jones want all that information to be out there? I'm sure he's no fan of Dan Snyder. And then you find out, oh, well, Jerry's got his own Jerry's problems. Jerry's got his own Mason problems. Glory yeah. Been covering for scumbags in your organization, it appears. So, yeah, maybe that's why all these owners said, let's just close ranks around Dan Snyder. He's an idiot, but we don't want anybody else to get the bright idea they should look into what our organization is doing. Right. Scum, look, none of this is okay. No, it's Whether not it's okay. Whether it's a cheerleader or somebody else, but one of the people involved in this Dallas Cowboy thing was Jerry Jones' own daughter. Well, there is a fan who says on a, a video of their war room, he saw this, this it was like an assistant or a, a, a communications director type person who had this issue where he was caught using his phone multiple times to take pictures in the cheerleader's locker room. 
And then apparently this fan says on a live stream, you can see him trying to take a photo up the skirt of, yes, Jerry Jones's daughter, who is in the front office of the Cowboys. I want me some glory. That's, that's and then and they kept this guy around for years after they heard about it as and you, paid out as settlements. You as you do. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. You know what? We may not do the rundown. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I want to scream at Gene Smith anymore. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some delays on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. And southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. A five-minute delay in that area. Starting report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dumb, very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Did I psych you out? I didn't do anything. <laughs> it just, it just got, me. It just got right. me at the end. All right. Thank you, Timmy. Oh, you're welcome. We have to uh, push name dropping with Jeff Rimmer to tomorrow. He just texted me. Uh oh. And they got delayed because they're going from Calgary to Chicago. Was he hanging out at the Heart Gym, learning how to take some? Some tough bumps. No. He said he got... Here's... I'll read you the text. Okay. This is good insight. Here, into the mind of Jeff Rimmer we go. Just landed an hour later after needing to be de-iced and all, now stuck at customs because of drug-sniffing dog in my ace. (laughs) I threw the part in about the (laughs) drug-sniffing dog. Well, you never know with Rimmer. You gotta, you know... Well, he does carry. He's got two dogs at all times that are sniffing him. That's always a thing. Those poor little dogs that Rimmer has. You think he sews his drugs into the dogs? <laughs> They're his drug dog mules? Yeah, he does a little doggy he, surgery on I mean, them. He could just be a drug dog, right? With, we call him a mule. No one's going to cut open a dog, mm. but he has. Right. I mean, that's a. That, see, that's a weird thing. I don't understand. I don't understand the people who are that desperate to get drugs over the border that they would do anything to that degree. But then again, oh my God, the money—the money that is involved in it—is is what motivates. I, in that I, way. I saw one of these airport shows, right? And they they took somebody they 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 X-rayed her. Okay, they could tell she was carrying a foreign body, and it oh. was it wasn't in her ace. Okay. It was the other. I, I, it was I, got, the other it. I got it. I got it. But the thing that they then showed mm-hmm. when they took it out of her, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's humanly possible. I'm telling you what. You can go to YouPorn and search Mandingo all you want. God, we're getting real specific. I, I, I don't know how that fit. I don't know how she fit it in. I got it. Physically, you know, and then sitting on a flight with it in. Well, I mean, look, once you're once you've committed, 
There's no real going back How at that point. How do you know? She's sitting there on a plane for hours with this thing inside. Well, there's only one way for it to go, right? And that's for it to come back out at some point. So I guess you would think I'm just, I'm already here. But they were saying, they said, there's so much drugs in this thing. That if there was a leak in the bag or so, oh, some of the drugs leaked sure. into her body, she's dead. Of course. Dead. Yeah, it's toxic amounts, obviously. I also, many, many years ago. I you, knew, you did this? No, 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 no. I knew someone on the other side of all that who had drug sniffing dogs. That was like something that they did. They they trained them. Oh. oh. This was years ago. I thought you meant the drug kingpin. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I knew someone with the dogs. And so at this time, I had some uh, degenerate friends that I hung out with who may or may not have been people who carried, you know. All right. So they did not have anything on them at the time, but we happened across this person. We were at a park, saw this person with the dog, and they're like, oh, crap, you know, because they've, they've had stuff on them and they did not want it to be known that they had previously used. And so... Dog sniffing dog comes, the drug sniffing dog and dog sniffing dog. That's just a dog. <laughs> drug sniffing dog comes up, sniffs them, ignores them, goes right goes to, to me yes. and gets in my pocket and yes. starts sniffing. I had the remnants of a candy bar wrapper in my pocket. That's literally all I had. I have never done marijuana or anything like that, but I had the candy bar in my pocket, the wrapper. Heroin just, you have done. You no. just skipped, <laughs> skipped right, right over weed. Right. Went right to heroin. So, this, the guy, you know, the joke, obviously, like, oh, what do you got in your pocket? And I'm like, oh, it's a candy. And he's like, ah, sure. If, I, if it was a different guy, I'd have to search you, you know, ha, ha, ha. And then we left, and my buddies are, like, pale as a ghost. Because they're like, I thought for sure we were going to get busted, that this was going to be found out. And, I, and I'm walking away from this interaction thinking, this guy, I don't know how to tell him. He might want to check his dog. Cause he was with he was with two guys that yeah. had had to have some residue you, you of like some weed Milky on him or way. something. Didn't catch the weed vibes at all from those guys. Caught the Milky Way vibe from me, and I didn't have the heart to tell him like this dog you spent all its time training might not be doing the job very well. I didn't know how to break it to him, so I never did. So if you got through an airport and you're like, I don't know how that got through, maybe this dog was the reason. Uh, so anyway, we have no rimmer. At 534. Oh, yeah, right. You know, we back in the that. day, Charlie Steiner used to be on ESPN. I think still does Dodger games on the radio. I he he used to have right. a show, a radio show on MLB network on the satellite channel. On the satellite channel. Hey, <laughs> you got a big dish up in the sky. You get stuff from the satellite channel. Get it on your dish. On Sirius XM, he had a show. Yeah. He was incapable of just having conversation. Just telling stories about his time at ESPN or his time around Major League Baseball players. So he had to have a guest for every single segment. When he couldn't get his guest or the phones failed and they didn't work, he wouldn't just tell stories. He would have to play a song. Hmm. So I think at 534. Oh, God. Well, because we're Rimmer, gonna, Rimmer's gonna not going to be here. Well, we could figure something else to talk about. We're Teddy, just going to play music. Teddy, is there a song that would last the entire segment? Oh, at no, I, no, no, do not recommend. I'm just, I'm just asking. No, we're not. No, we cannot play Bob Dylan the entire time. Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan singing about JFK's assassination. Was a cop day in Dallas, yeah. November 63. 
The day that we live on in infamy. Come on. For the entire segment, we just play this. President Kennedy was a right line. I like how it makes you a genius when you just keep going and you don't stop making really long, annoying things. I mean, he is a genius, musically, for many other reasons, but... All right, Teddy, save it for later. We know who you are. (laughs) Save it. We know who you are. How long is the whole song? Save it. 17 minutes. Oh, that's a Rothman segment. And there's name-dropping in the song. Who's the well JFK? JFK. He's name dropping. Who else is he name dropping? <laughs> well, he not he does. I, you Ali Harvey Oswald. What we've never listened to this song all the way through. What if in the middle of it he actually just does Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire," but in that voice? And you're like, "Is this? Wait a second. And he just starts listing historical things that happened. Are you going somewhere with this? No, I'm saying we never listened to the whole song. We have no idea what's actually. Well, we in will. It. At 5.34. That's all we're going to do. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Gene Smith met with reporters today. He said many stupid things. If you want to hear me screaming about it, please go listen to the podcast, the 3 o'clock hour, where I lost my mind. I will not do that here. I will simply state facts. Gene Smith said he expects the playoffs to expand to 12 teams, college football playoffs. He also said... That if the Buckeyes were to host a playoff game, he would recommend it be at the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis, which doesn't exist, but I, I get his drift. He would prefer indoor elements and have a clean field. He said it's better for the fans, because that's what you guys want to see. Right. Home playoff game, not at home, in a generic dome, in another state. That's what you want to see. Um, he also clarified that... Uh, you know, the weather thing, again, would be a problem for Ohio Stadium. Well, I just, a, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just want to point out, here's the quote that he had about this. He said, I know our fans rally around that. They'd like to host Alabama up here, but now we have the flexibility to move into domes. Now we can move into... and We didn't el- have that before. 11 Warriors has this in parentheses. Now we can move into Lucas Oil Stadium because he said the Hoosier Dome or Ford Field or Minneapolis or whatever. Yeah. If we... Or... So we could have not Indy, not Detroit. You could be driving to Minneapolis to be the home site of the playoff game that we're talking about. Well, why is it now we have the ability to do those things? I don't know. Detroit well, has had a dome forever. Minneapolis has had a dome forever. The Hoosier Dome was there before Lucas Oil was right. there. Was the uh, the power of flight, was that not invented? For the Buckeye football team to get on well, a plane no, and go to those places? Here, here's my biggest issue now with we it. can teleport. I know we've ranted and raved about this kind of all day, but just give me another minute here. If the weather is going to be so bad, December 15th, 16th, or 17th, which is around the time they'd have to be playing these games, right? They're not going to be playing them in mid-January. They're not going to be playing them New Year's Day. We already have all that. They're going to play them in a couple weeks after the championship games and a couple weeks before the college football semifinals and national championship. You is the weather going to be that different yeah. from November 28th to December 15th? And you know what though, Bone? Like does it go from being what 60 he, here to being 12 what in 3 weeks? Who cares? Well, I know that, but it, we're acting like the game they play against Michigan every other year at Ohio Stadium, 
That game is a tropical paradise when it's not. The field's frozen. It sometimes does snow. It did that up at Michigan this year, and I didn't hear anybody talking about moving that game. And now we're going to say, oh, but Bama's coming to town? Let's take him to Minneapolis. Let's go. Could be cold weather. Why? The narrative changes, too, depending on you know which point you want to make. Well, we're doing it for the fans. Well, if the fans say they don't care and they'll pay ticket prices, the ridiculous ticket prices to get in Ohio Stadium which, for a playoff which game. Which would happen. Are you doing it for the fans? Oh, we're doing it for the players. Let me ask you a question. What is more dangerous from a player perspective? Mm. Playing a game where it's 20 degrees outside or playing a game where it's 94 degrees with 100% humidity in late August, which, which that- college football does every year and what do they say about when you go to florida in august or september lsu on a particularly hot night in louisiana what do they say do they say well this will be real fair for both teams no they say man lsu is going to have an advantage tonight because they're used to playing in this hot sticky florida is used to playing in this weather this is the swamp man get down here it's going to be tough here i have been to games early in the season where i've seen people in the stands pass out yeah, it's been, because it's been so hot. It's been 85 or something like that. Or, Did Gene or, run to the rescue with some lemonade and whisper, who's your dome? <laughs> in their ear. And they just instantly spring back to life. I am all for player safety. I do think we need to take more. And, and we have considered quite a bit on head safety and all that. Making sure that head injuries are taken with the pr- proper precautions. But you are, again, if you are worried about player safety, Gene, if you really want to take this all the way to the Hamptons, then cancel playing football. I mean, because it's not safe. It's it's a dangerous, violent game that we take calculated risks that guys play it because there's a lot of reward at the end of that. I don't understand the difference between that and going out and playing in 20, 25, 15, 10 degree weather. You can still bundle up and go play. Buffalo just, the Bills played a game in four degree weather the uh, last I checked in the playoffs. It can happen. You're fine. This could happen, and I don't know why he is so dead set about moving this game. I am looking forward to protecting the players and protecting the fans by moving all the early season games when it's still hot to Greenland. That's right. So we Let's don't have do this it. problem yeah. anymore. Common Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. The number one recruit in the country is not close to making a decision. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from 670 eastbound before 270. All lanes have reopened in that area. And still watching an accident on Morse Road at Sunbury Road. Please be careful as traffic begins to build. About a 10 to 15 minute slowdown. The board is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessett are reminding you to never text while driving. No text messages worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer road today, OhioLECET.com. Together we can stop distracted driving. Only an array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. 
You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Bone, give me a number. Uh, let's go with two. Call number two right now. 614-821-9710. It's a pair of tickets to WWE Monday Night Raw on Monday, February 28th at Nationwide Arena. For tickets and more info, go to Ticketmaster.com. I hope it's not too cold on the 28th of February when you're going to Monday Night Raw. You know, just I know it's inside, you know, but you're still walking to the arena. I hope it's not too cold on February 27th when the crew home opener is against Vancouver. Yeah, it's too cold. I mean, so, that's going to be outside in the cold weather. Are they aware that that's possibly going to be chilly a little bit? If you want to hear us screaming about Gene Smith, subscribe to the podcast. Go listen back to the 3 o'clock hour today. It's not there yet, but... What is it, Teddy? About an hour after the show is when you... No, it's like 10 minutes, I think, is by the time it updates. I've seen it pop in before I even get out to the car. All right, well, it'll be there sometime this evening. Go back and listen to it. But Gene Smith likes to pretend that he's concerned about you, the Buckeye fan, and your experience. So he'd like to move that first-round playoff game to, you know, an indoor climate for you, the fan. So you, the fan, in this scenario, Gene's making it easy on you. For a Big Ten championship game that you would presumably be in if you're a playoff team, right? Yeah. You would have to travel to Indianapolis to go to the Big Ten championship game. First round playoffs, you would then have to travel someplace else to go to the first round playoff game. Then if you win that game, you would have to travel someplace else to go to the second round playoff game. And then if you win that game, you'd have to travel someplace else. To go play for the national championship. But again, Gene is concerned about you. He's concerned about the fans. Mike. Yeah, he's concerned about you, the fans, well, by he knows. making you get in a car or get in a plane and go someplace else. Research indicates that most Buckeye fans do not have enough frequent flyer miles to travel to the destination they'd prefer to go to this summer. So, how do you get those bumped up? You take multiple trips to multiple bowl games. That's what you got to do. So he's thinking about how to boost your frequent flyer miles as opposed to just, you know, having a home game here in Columbus where you could presumably go to like places you're aware of and park in familiar structures and get to the game fairly easily. Nope. He wants you to fly somewhere. Do all that. Here's what I don't even understand from a monetary standpoint, because I because Teddy said to me before the show, well, maybe they can sell more sweets in Indianapolis. That's why he wants to go. But anywhere you go. I don't care what type of sweetheart deal you get, whether it's Indianapolis or Minnesota or Detroit, you're going to have to pay for the building. You got to pay rent. Oh, yeah. For that evening. At Ohio State, you do none of that. It's your place. Well, I, this, this to me, who's been in charge of the most recent renovations and upgrades at Ohio State? That, that is Gene Smith. Now, I don't know about uh, the ones in 2000, right? That would have no, still been Andy Geiger. He wasn't there. But I'm saying the most recent updates and additions they did to this stadium, that's on his watch. So when he says all oh, the plumbing is, you know, I don't know about how this is going to be or yeah, that's on you. the field is not, you know, it's going to be rock hard if it's that cold. It's going to, you don't want players going out on that and getting hurt. Right. Whose fault is that? Your job is to get this place ready to go and be prepared for the future. And if you didn't see, in the last 10 years, the thought process that someday down the road, you might play a cold game at Ohio State. I'm not talking about knowing there were going to be home site playoff games in December. Maybe you couldn't see that coming. That that might have been a little difficult. College football's changed a lot, but you could have known it gets cold in Columbus and it might get a little colder between you know October, November than maybe the year prior. 
just have the field be ready to go at all points. And we even saw this year, how crappy was that field? They hadn't replaced it in gears. And so we saw guys slipping, falling down, and they immediately said, oh, yeah, we're going to change that up. Well, what? no, initially they said, we're still within the regular lifespan yeah. of this field. <laughs> well, we're gonna, but then they quickly, we're going to change it and all that stuff. Why is it not just regularly updated every couple years? I, most places don't have money to burn. Ohio State does. And don't give me they had a shortfall last year because of the pandemic. They're going to have a not shortfall this year. It'll be fine. They'll survive. They put up more laser light shows in the Woody, though. Oh, they got that up, taken care of. Yeah, I mean, you got 8 million different... Because, again... Building 2,000-seat facilities on campus that nobody really wants or asked for. No, but, I mean, those facilities, by the way, are great. I love them. Oh, oh, like the, Okay. The, the Cavelli Center, super nice. That's great. Good, glad you have that. You, If you can afford to do that, you can also afford, you know, whatever it costs, a million, two million dollars to heat the field. And by the way, if you don't think you can afford that... Call up all the people whose names are on all the buildings. Well, you're doing something wrong if you and can't. And say, hey, in addition to that, we also do need this. Can you help with this to make sure our stadium, you know, the greatest stadium in college football, is ready for any cold weather games? I just, I don't get the hesitancy here to not want to play cold weather games. A recent report that 2023's number one high school football recruit, Arch Manning, is down to two schools is not true. His father, Cooper, told 24-7 Sports today. Uh, in fact, they say you can add two more schools to the schools he's considering. They're all hillbilly schools. It's Alabama, Georgia, Ole Miss, Texas, and now the two new schools they say you can add to the list, Florida and LSU. I think he plays high school football in Louisiana. Okay. Well, that's uh, not surprising to me that this is going to be wide open. Wide ass open. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of teams because I know that they said he th- they thought he had it narrowed down, but what's the smart play here? Is there a thing such as name, image, and likeness going on right now? Yes. Are there going to be a lot of schools interested in his services? Yes. Does it make it better if everyone thinks he could come here? What is it going to take to get him to make that decision? It's probably going to take someone ponying up and saying, hey, if you come here, I've got endorsements lined up for you. So they're going to maximize. I'm not saying that's his only motivation. I'm sure he has the motivation, too, of wanting to check out all these campuses and make sure he keeps his options open and truly and honestly give consideration to where these places are. In fact, a couple of those places got new head coaches this year, right? So that might also have affected his decision. But if you don't think there's some name, image, and likeness part of this, I I think that's naive. Indulge me on, on one more thing before I'm off this home site playoff game thing, oh, yeah. at, at least for the time being. We are told countless times, that Ohio State needs to have night games because of atmosphere and how that matters to attract recruits. Oh, yeah. And now we're talking about perhaps the greatest atmosphere you can possibly have with a home site playoff game. And we want to and farm yet, it out. And yet there are people out there saying, eh, doesn't matter. Go to Indy. Well, I, I don't get that. And I don't get the people, oh, fast track benefits Ohio State. If oh. they're playing against air. Well, right. They're going to be playing another team with probably a really good offense and a pretty good defense. Who so, can replicate that in their practice facility back home. But they can't replicate it being 20 and no. it's the fourth quarter and you're freezing and it's been tough. And how do you make it out of there? The idea that Ohio State wouldn't be better prepared for that than a school from you know Florida or Bama or Louisiana. Like, get out of here. Uh, we're going to play a Bob Dylan song for 14 minutes coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watching out for an accident on Morse Road at Sunbury Road. Still causing slowdowns in that area. Please be careful as traffic continues to build. About a 50-minute backup. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still slow in that area. Starving report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. From rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is his Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Hey, Teddy, who won our uh, wrestling tickets? Steven won the wrestling tickets. Who's his favorite wrestler? Cody Rhodes. I was going to say, <laughs> I was wondering if uh, old Cody Rhodes is going to make a little appearance. You never know. You never know. Mm. Things could change on a dime mm. in WWE and mm. AEW. Mm. I, had, I had multiple conversations about that today. Teddy, we had one, and then uh, Matt Hayes, who, of course, is a huge wrestling fan, Matty Ice, he came over and was talking about it. It's a, it's a big Expl- deal. For people who, but first of all, if you're tuning in expecting to hear Jeff Rimmer. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's gone. Your laugh here, that you would actually be listening to the show to hear Rimmer. <laughs> but he was stuck in customs, going from Calgary to Chicago, where the Blackhawks are playing the Jackets tomorrow. So he he's getting... You know, frisked by a drug-sniffing dog in his ace. Mm-hmm. He That's will join right. us tomorrow at a to-be-yet-determined time. Yeah. So tomorrow. Anyway, explain to people this Cody Rhodes situation. Well, Ted, you stop me if I get any of this wrong, but more or less, Cody Rhodes was in WWE, son of Dusty Rhodes, hot times, daddy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a legendary family of wrestlers that he comes from, and so he was all in WWE. And then got kind of frustrated with his role there, left the company, went off, and eventually helped start AEW, which you can now watch on TNT. And they've been this big upstart, changing the game in wrestling. Tony Khan, the son of Shad Khan, who owns the Jaguars, he's the money behind it. Anyway, Cody Rhodes and a bunch of other wrestlers helped form this thing. Well, now the hot rumor is... Hot rumor. He's out of contract with... AEW, this company he helped found and has done a lot of good for, the rumor is he's going to possibly leave and maybe go back to Vince McMahon and WWE, the company he left and said, screw you, I'm starting my own thing. Dead polka dotted father is rolling over in his grave. Right, Dusty? Nobody sucks from my cup but the American dream. Nobody sucks from my sucks cup. Sucks from my cup. I got it. Said. That's exactly what he said. I just want the world to know if there's any better anywhere. I'd like to see them, baby. I'd like to know who they were. Mm-hmm. I, I am. Every time I hear clips of him, I realize my pathetic, 
poor imitation of Dusty Rhodes. I like it. No, it's it's nothing compared to the actual real thing. I tell it like it is talking, so I got to go put it down. Man. <laughs> what a treasure he was. No, but that Cody Rhodes thing is is a big deal. But Teddy, that was I mean you've that is a huge deal in wrestling if that happens. Yeah, absolutely, because he was done with with them because they didn't use him properly according to him and he wanted out started a new help start the new company and now goes back to them possibly that's mm. yeah it's unbelievable yeah, that's yeah. right let's talk about something that people actually care about and that is the usfl the usfl they got next okay they're about to start up sure they're playing all of their games in birmingham the birmingham stallions how many usfl teams can you name oh, i just I, gave you the birmingham i stallions. don't know any of stallions. them uh, there's I, I I know they're all Teddy? actual old team names, but I don't remember any of them. There's Michigan Panthers. That's right. right. New Jersey Generals. That's right. Teddy, you're looking Phil- at these. There's no Philadelphia way you remember, Stars. There's no way you remember any of these. You're just looking at the story. Um, is there? A, they still have a Tampa team. Tampa Bay Bandits. Tampa are you Bay, are you Tampa reading Bay Rowdies? This? No, I dude, I'm old man. I grew up with that. Right. Tampa, Tampa yeah, Bay Rowdies. That's what it is. Yeah. No. So what else? Is Orlando, does Orlando have a team still? The Breakers? They I don't know. They well, no, it's the New Orleans Breakers. New Orleans oh, Breakers. Yeah, okay, there. They used to have the Chicago Blitz, but I don't That's think they're right. a part of this. No, they're and, not. No. What about the Ohio Glory? No, that was a different league. Oh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh. has a team. Do you know what Pittsburgh team's name is? Maulers. Maulers. That's right. Ben, named after radio legend Ben Mauler. That's right. And Mark Madden. <laughs> Check out my bank account, daddy! <laughs> He's not anywhere as cool as Dusty Rhodes. How dare you? Anyway, you know, the USFL, they're going to play all their games in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. Terrific. That's a terrible idea, but go ahead. Except the postseason. Oh. Where are they going to play so the postseason? they're going to say to all these Birmingham people who live there who who go to these stupid games to watch teams they don't care about. Because yeah. there will be people in Birmingham and that do have, that. I mean... Yeah, but there will there will likely be people who probably get pretty interested in it. All right. A small number and of then, people. And then the playoffs come around and they're going away from Birmingham. They're gonna play the entire postseason at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So you and I can take a road trip up there and check it out. That's great. They're gonna do it in the shadow of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's they're going to have right. this very not pro league. It's going to be very amateur and gross. That's right. The semifinal round will be played on June 25th with the championship happening Sunday, July 3rd. That's perfect timing. Oh, yeah, for your uh, for July, your Oh, what, what do you mean? Well, we have nothing really going on that time of year. I, what, yeah, but why do I want to waste my time watching this crap? So I don't care about any of these teams. Time. I don't care about these teams. I don't care about this league. Call me when the NFL is going. That's what I care about. I'm yeah. I like football to the level of watching the NFL games and all the college games I watch. I'm not. I do not need this. If you do, good. Enjoy it. It will not be something that gets my attention. What if we throw a visit into the Hall of Fame? Because I know you've never, never been, been there. there. I'll go to the Hall Un-American. of Fame, just, and you have to watch the game. So that's why, the, why can't that's I the, just nope, that's no, the deal. Why can't I just go next weekend or something no, to the Hall of Fame? We're going to go to the Hall of Fame together. We're going to check out the exhibits. I go, and then we'll go to a USFL. game. I don't want to watch USFL games. I don't care. What if there's like a player that you care about who's in the USFL? What, what if Johnny Manziel 
He's playing. In I'm the not USFL. going to watch. Number one, that's the wrong name, and I don't care about Johnny Manziel. But no, I'm not watching. What if Johnny- Peyton Hillis is in the USFL? Oh, yeah, is strep throat get better finally? Yeah. Okay. You lost 41 pounds that I- week. <laughs> 41 Seven, pounds in one week. Pounds. Yep. I know. Feet of strength. I will lose never all forget weight. working with Spielman. Yeah. During that week, the stuff that he said on the air and the stuff that he said off the air. About a guy missing time for strep throat? About Peyton Hillis. Yeah. I, mean, I, bet, he, I bet he was not very understanding no, of that situation. No, he was not very understanding. As a matter of fact, he compared Peyton Hillis to his least favorite player of all time. Oh, I I know who do this you, is. Do you remember who it is? Yes, he, he is not a fan of Christian Okoye. Christian Okoye, former Chiefs running back, the Nigerian nightmare. He hated Christian Okoye because he thought he was the softest guy ever. And you know what? I understood it because... Chris is a guy who was not a physical specimen. He had to work extra hard to get where right. he was. He wasn't the biggest or fastest or strongest of right. anyone. Right. And he had a, a long, good career working extremely hard and being a tough guy. Then he looks over at a guy who has all of those physical gifts sure. in Christian Okoye and doesn't care and doesn't want to use them properly. Oh yeah, I think I think that happens in all sports though, right? I honestly think that's where some of the frustration you just see from fans, right? Where fans get mad or they'll watch a player and say, how did this guy not turn into something? And I think we've all done that at some point. I mean, Buckeye basketball fans, Amir Williams, right? A lot of frustration there. The guy's oh, seven feet tall, absolutely. has all the physical attributes and just wasn't as good as we all hoped he would be. And I'm quite sure, like me, there were a lot of guys who wanted to play more basketball in their lives wanted to go on and do that when they were kids and they didn't grow up to be seven feet tall and said, man, if I was seven feet tall, I don't think I would be that bad. I think if I'd you be better. Mayor Williams, you'd be awesome is what you're saying. I'm saying if I was seven feet tall, I think I'd be a little bit better, but that's not fair because I don't know what he went through. I don't know what all that was like for him, but all I know is yes, I can, I can understand Chris's frustration there because he actually got to the league and it's not like all of us, Want to be jocks who never did. He actually was there and said, I know I could do better because I'm in this league. If I had your body type, I could be even better than I am. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident still being worked on on Morse Road at Sunbury Road. Traffic is still slow as they get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident on High Street south of Lane Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here. This traffic report is sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. We have an easy show tonight. It's just going to be the Gene Show. Yes, uh, I had my <laughs> thoughts on that. If you'd like a more rational take on that, I assume you'll have it. You're not going to be screaming like I was screaming. No, I, I don't plan on just 
having an outburst of emotion, but yeah, there will be some emotion. Look, this is something that we've heard for a significant amount of time. Like this is not the first time we heard that they wanted to lean this way just to hear Gene say it emphatically because, and we'll play the clip on the show, but the way that you'll hear him address it, it almost sounds like the working group, because he was part of that working group and there was a committee put together to explore what the next step would be, right? right, For a college football playoff. And then we kind of settled with 12 and we were having fun with that as football fans, that idea of the home site games for a first round matchup. That was there. Almost sounded like they came up with the plan, like the working group did, and they settled on home site games. And Gene, maybe some others too, but probably not the only one, stepped in and say, oh, we can do that. But I just want to make it clear, I get to have my home game somewhere else if I choose. That's almost how it sounded like we have the, he said, we have the flexibility to have it at the Hoosier Dome <laughs> or in Detroit at Ford Field or, or Minneapolis. Minneapolis. But why? Mini- but- we would take a home game up to Minnesota. Go to Hawaii. Let's just go to Canada. Let's go all there. Right? I know, but doesn't yeah. that, that, that feels a little bit like if I said, honey, I just want you to know, I have no plans of doing this, but I just want the flexibility. I want to know that I can do it. In case it ever comes up that? that I'd like to go out on dates with other people. I think my wife would say, well, wait. I don't care that you don't plan to do First it. First of all, your Why wife would say, go ahead. Yeah, she would say good Just luck like with mine that. Would. Yes, she would. That's and true. Mine. Yeah. But in theory, She's I could understand. you. <laughs> Please get out there. Right. Yeah. Exactly the right. Yeah. So I don't know why you even bring it up if it's like, well, just in case. Well, if we get to a point where it's negative 10 and two feet of snow and it's a, you know, emergency situation here where yeah. no one go out on yeah. the roads, then you're going to have to figure what out alternatives. This, this just, tell, this just that's tells I, you. I'm just he's, saying. They, he's gung-ho about this. But that's they what this would, tells you. I'm saying they would figure it out in that moment. They wouldn't have to. You don't have to make three-year-ahead plans that we're going to do this. No, you don't have to even say this. We know if it was super bad, they'd find a way to get it somewhere else. We're, we're going to kind of block it up in the show, though. We'll hit that off the top. And then there's some stuff about the conference schedule, eight versus nine games. That's interesting. There were updates on that. There's updates on Chris Holtman and Ryan Day contract talks, that situation. Also, the Holtman and company, they got a big uh, 25-point win last night. That was looking dicey. Two-point yeah. game. Anything First could happen half in was, the Big Ten. was not good. Oh, no, no. That was uh, that was the defense, that, that lengthy zone defense that Minnesota was throwing at them. They couldn't hit shots, and then it was a different team that came out to start the second half. That's why it's a 40-minute game, so... That was a brilliant second half for the Buckeyes. 60 minutes of the Buckeyes show. Top of the hour right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, congratulations go out to Olympic athlete Simone Biles. She is engaged. The gymnast has shared photos of the moment where uh, her fiancé, Jonathan Owens, who plays safety for the Texans, he has proposed to her with a three-carat diamond ring on Valentine's Day. So Very nice. Very nice job doing that right. They Hope chose their him. engagement works out, unlike Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, Aaron they Rodgers. They look like a lovely couple, don't they? They do, yes, they indeed. They look very happy. And I have details, Mike, because I know you, uh, you know your jewelry. Three-carat oval diamond with F color and a VVS2 clarity. Common man here for oh, Diamonds Direct. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. very good job there. Uh, so that's that's exciting. No what do you think? Yet. It's a half million dollar ring? Uh, three carat? No. I don't know how much I don't know how much I'm going to say three carat um... Hundred thousand? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand dollars. That's, that's quite a ring. That's quite a ring if you can afford it. So 
This next story, if we have the time, it's a feel-good story that I'm going to call BS on. Okay. I'm going to say something is amiss with this. I like the negative bone. Here we go. Rye, New Hampshire. This is a small town in New Hampshire. It's on the beach. They Yes. they Well, they launched a boat, a, a tiny sailboat that was made to withstand an ocean voyage, but still tiny. And they launched it in October of 2020. Some middle school students put in photos, fall leaves, acorns, state quarters, just a whole bunch of stuff from New Hampshire that sixth graders would have to say, here's what we've got going on. Hmm. And they wanted to see where it would go. Yeah. Are you experiment. allowed to do that? Just take a vessel that's unmanned? Just Why not? throw it out in the ocean? We're going to have to have a talk about where a lot of our garbage goes, buddy, because, yes, you are allowed. Well, if it's a plastic bottle, it ends up there. Yeah, I'm there's, saying. There's one thing about throwing it to the bottom of the ocean. This thing is no, no. floating. Yeah, but it's allowed, and it right, did, okay, so whatever. it went. But here's, here's it's a six-foot-long boat, and it, it was it's made for this purpose, okay? They, they build it up. It's a nice vessel. You see a little picture of it here, Timmy, if you want to look at it. It ended up in a small island near Dearns, Norway. Just this past week, it washed ashore um, over 460 days after wow. and where this they, was done. They let this off in the Atlantic? Yeah, well, in New Hampshire. Yeah, so they, they let it off there, and it went across, and they said it. they don't have a way to know exactly all where it went, but it ended up in Norway 400 days later, 8,300 miles. They couldn't put a low jack on this thing to see Well, maybe they, you went, know what, I movement? don't know. There's nothing here that says they were able to track it, but... They said it had gooseneck barnacles covering it. The deck and cargo hold m- remained intact. And a middle school student in Norway named Carol Nunchik found it <laughs> and is now taking it to her middle school where they're going to do a call with the middle schoolers who launched That's it. That's nice. That's cute. It's a little too buttoned up is Why? what I'm going to say. It's cute. A sixth grader launches it. A sixth grader finds it. Come on. You're not a little suspicious of that, that it wasn't like a crotchety old sailor was like, what the hell is this thing? And then he just like threw it out of, took it in his boat and burned it and took it home and used it for firewood. Man. No, I'm just saying. Somebody used some therapy. Little, wow. too, It's a little too perfect. Totally fake, huh? I'm saying maybe they uh, let it sail, it washed back up ashore, and then they mailed it over to Norway and said, hey, just in like a year. What just- do you think about the moon landing? Oh, no, I believe that's real. That's All different. Right. This, this I think, is totally... Hold on, we got some off-mic uh, mic knocking from Platinum Fox. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about conspiracy theories, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying, this is a little too perfect. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Well, I think it's a feel-good story. Timmy well, thinks it's a feel-good like it. story. Yeah. Heartless bastard over here. Oh, that's right. Yep, that's Calls me. Can't BS. the kids just have fun and... No, I'm glad I hope themselves I be having fun, lying, lying to people. Sure. Getting some celebrity airtime for that. That's absolutely right. Good job, people. kids. Way to uh, go. Uh, Buckeye shows up next. Inside Edge at 7. 11 Warriors at 8. What's coming up at 9, Timmy? Oh, perverted. <laughs> and oh. then the special middle school Norway edition of perverted. Oh, jeez. You're, you're a sick bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I, that's not what I meant. Uh, why you, you got to take his education? Take sailing the, the Norwegian New Hampshire ship. It's and turn educational it into perverted What's going tonight? on on that ship? There's not a lot I'm of room, gonna, but there's room keep for it that. Going. I'm going to keep it going. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
All right. Good evening, guys. We're going to find an accident on High Street south of Lane Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful in this area. And still watching an accident on Morse Road at Sunbury Road. It is taking quite some time to get this one clear. Please be cautious here as well. Stepping up is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Stop the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm the NRA with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I I didn't take these pills every single day. I've been taking the Propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now, yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a, Hulu skirt I think you on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Oh, I just it's fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat 
soccer yes. loving guy. Good. Like, I don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.